Welcome to Podcasts of Foes. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Morning Canaan's Tome of Foes, we worked with more than 20 of the community's favorite live play D&D podcasts to record special episodes using monsters and lore from Tome of Foes. We love highlighting the creativity of these amazing players and dungeon masters, and hopefully you will find one or two new podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and Morning Canaan's Tome of Foes, head to dnd.wizards.com slash mtof or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. I wanted to thank Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords for organizing all these amazing adventures from the community in this podcast of foes. And to find out about the next D&D adventure, check out the Stream of Many Eyes on June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. More information on that event can be found at dnd.wizards.com slash s-o-m-e. Have fun listening to this awesome one-shot adventure featuring monsters, stories, and lore pulled straight from Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, available in game stores on May 18th and everywhere else on May 29th. Have fun rolling dice! Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special Podcast of Foes episode of Sneak Attack Podcast. Yeah. I'm Reed, and I am not your host and DM of this D&D adventure. Normally, I would be. On our Friday episodes, I am the DM, but I'm going to turn it over to my boy, Josh. That's right, Reed. And we're going to start a little bit unique. So before we get going, I just want to go around the table and let everybody know who we have with us today. So starting at my left, we've got... Danny. Kelsey. Mike. And I'm Reed. Awesome. Portal. 1500 Dale Reckoning. Moments to Midnight. The unnamed bar is full of its regulars. Though this particular watering hole isn't home to the most savory of creatures, its tenants are all well-dressed and well-mannered. There's soft piano music playing in the corner. A local magistrate sits in his usual booth surrounded by impish attendants. Dozens of other malefactors sit in booths or at the bar, enjoying the spoils of their ill-gotten gains. The owner of this speakeasy serves serves his customers in his usual manner. So, Mike, if you would want to describe what he looked like. and uh, I'm Mike, and I'm playing Edward West, and he is a gnome of the warlock kind. The uh, warlock variety. Yes, the best kind. Uh, Edward is a, is a good-looking gnome, uh, bald head. Subjective. He's got some scars on his face, very nicely dressed okay. uh, for his establishment. Yeah. Overdressed? Uh, yeah. Tux? Three-piece suit. <laughs> you outdoing your customers? Or are you like well, you, under the radar? I like to keep it to a high level of sophistication <laughs> okay. in the bar. If other people aren't going to meet my level, I'll set the I'll set the standard. Dress for the job you want. Yes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Appreciate it. The go. job the job I own and <laughs> yeah. All right, it's a night like any other until two human men enter. One carries himself in a calm, confident manner, while the other looks to have already stopped at several pubs before coming in this fine establishment. They, in turn, stride and saunter up to the bar. As they make their way, they manage to catch the eye of just about everyone in the room. This is not a regular... These are not regulars, I should say. The more confident guy steps up to the bar, puts a hand on the table, and says, I'll have a lager of your house ale. And the more drunker guy slaps his hand on the table and says, And I'll have your finest wine. We don't put our hands on the table. (laughs) And I kind of scoot their hands off. Uh, pol- apologies, uh, barkeep. Me and my companion here, we're, 
we had a hard time finding the place. Uh, you don't really got a sign outside. No, we don't. But uh, anyway, drinks would be great. And uh, any, any local gossip, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, uh, he'll start wiping off some glasses and getting some different stuff from the bar. Okay. Uh, yeah, we don't serve wine here, but uh, I think I can fit you guys up with something nice. Okay. We hear there's a thieves' guild that meets here regularly. You know anything about that? Do you know anything about that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Exactly. Maybe you should shut your mouth. <laughs> hey there. Listen, bud, we just, we're just curious. A couple guys looking for maybe like a little hand, little hand now. Okay. Somebody walks over. <laughs> One of the regulars. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks at you, says like, any problem here, Edward? No, we're good here. Don't you worry. I'll get these guys all settled up. Thank you. All right. And he walks off. Wait, lots of winking, lots yeah, of, head, lot of winking, head nodding. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't you wouldn't know about uh, any of that uh, the worshippers of that glass glassia lady. What? You know the lady? She's the uh, queen of the thieves down in hell. That's what I hear. Queen of the thieves. Yeah. In hell. Aye. Uh, People be worshiping her here in the city. We're just wondering, you know, in case you know, we know. It kind of gives like an awkward wink. Let's uh, let's get you guys a drink first. Uh, give me one second here, and I'll I'll turn around and start fishing through. Hold on, the drink there, Edward. Do you know whether or not there's a thieves guild meeting here? No, and I don't know what you're talking about. Now, do you guys want to drink? Trying or not? to give you a chance. He says under his breath. I'm giving you a chance. <laughs> to stop asking me. <laughs> All right. And he kind of sits back down on the on the seat and just doesn't do anything. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get two glasses out, and then uh, I'm going to pour, like, a mid-to-top-shelf lager for them. Okay. And I'll, not uh, the greatest, but not, not... the greatest, but yeah. something nice for the first-time sure. first people here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hand it over to them, but I'm going to kind of touch over the top of them a little bit and try to change the mixture a little bit there. Okay. What you changing it to? Uh, poison. All right, well, they take, their, they take their drinks and both start swigging them a little bit, and they sit there. And it seems, everything seems to kind of calm down. People kind of forget about them or whatever. Because you gave them a drink, it's kind of your, like... The music starts playing. Except, yeah, the piano starts back up, and everyone kind of goes back to normal. Out of nowhere, the clean dude stands up, and he says, All right, we know there's something going on in here. We're the local... Local... <laughs> <laughs> We're tough guys, see? <laughs> <laughs> We're street toughs. <laughs> We're the Jets. <laughs> no, they are uh, <clears throat> in the name of the city regents. We're shutting this bar down. And then he collapses. And all calamity breaks loose in the bar. Dozens of more regents start breaking in through the, the, the sides and all and just all starts going crazy. What do you do? I'm going through my trap door. In the barn. <laughs> you were ready for this. Yes. Okay, so you enter your trap door? Yes. Do you, is there anything you're going to grab? Is there any, like... I'm going to grab a couple of my bar shakers and kind of mixture tools that I kind of use for mixing drinks. Cool. It's kind of like in a satchel up there, and then I'm going to press a couple buttons that kind of flip all the things back over, like all the mixtures and drinks. Oh, nice. They kind of shut them back up because they're not... You the city your... doesn't like those. <laughs> <laughs> you got your gnomus ingenuity yeah, at work yeah, yeah, yeah. in your bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, just after you start to do those things, your your vision starts to blur. Oh, great. And you start to see flecks of light 
and then your whole body starts to glow. And you gave yourself the poison. Before you know it, you're seeing nothing but black. Okay. You're dead. That was it. Rest in That's peace, the only Edward. thing you get to do. Hey. All right. I also would like to point out that the guy ordered a lager of the finest ale, which is like using a, is a drink beer. as a unit of yes. measurement. Yes. My goal was to make it obvious that they were not. Oh, yes. They didn't know what they were doing <laughs> yes. in the bar. They're teetotal. Pops. Exactly. Exactly. I will have a burger of your finest sandwich. <laughs> are, you, are you guys cops? You got to tell me. Yeah, you, you, have, to tell me. you, you have to tell me. You have to tell me. You have to tell me. You're not? Okay. All right. Oith. Common year 720. Moments before midnight, brilliant blues and purples illuminate the sky within the Fey Wild. The large Eladrin villa sits as a monument to elven beauty and elegance. A young Eladrin woman sits in her room on the upper floor. Kelsey, you want to tell us a little about, about your character? Kelsey? Yes. Oh, I thought Kelsey this was Dan for sure. This was Reed coming out. <laughs> the elegant. Uh, you know, if woman. one of you would play the woman, I wouldn't hey, have to. Hey. Literally, the last campaign where I was a player, I and Josh know. was a DM. I, I played know. the elf woman. I'm waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> we were supposed to be sisters. <laughs> we're saving Reed for last. No. Um, Josh. My name is Helena of the Realm. I don't have a last name because I am noble, so I don't need a last name. Solid. Um, I am Eladrin. Right? I said that right. Yes. Yeah. Never I don't make, know how you pronounce never it. Never make fun sure. of someone for mispronouncing a word that they read, mm. unless they're Josh. Then you can make fun mm. of them. Yeah. Um, which, if you're not familiar, is a really cool elf-like Oh, those are like fae. the color-changing ones, right? Yes. Those are dope. Yes. Yeah. So I change colors yeah. depending on my mood. I'm a mood ring. I'm a walking-talking <laughs> mood ring. She is. I'm six foot, feet tall. I'm 95, so I'm almost to adulthood. Cool. And I... Uh, you're up in your room. I'm up in my room. As you're up in your room, as usual, you can hear your parents, the lord and lady of the realm, yes. uh, downstairs partying away. That's what they do. Almost every night, they party hardy. That's my and future. Eating and drinking and making merry. Can't wait. All the day long. Yes. Uh, when a loud horn breaks through the merriment, mm-hmm. and you hear the shouts of some of your uh, house guards mm-hmm. coming from outside, what do you do? I look out from my window do I see anything you see a single minotaur running through the courtyard below minotaur <laughs> I, have I seen these before am I familiar with them yes okay. they're you, a lo- they've been here for a little while right, like this is, nemesis no they, they <laughs> no they're not no you arm We're yourself no some minotaur come to the Feywilds to live peaceful lives oh and so you the, this you, one doesn't look peaceful doesn't look peaceful oh. this is odd so they, they've been living kind of like... Neighbors? Yeah, they're kind of neighbors. You guys trade with them every so often. Oh, okay. And so this is odd to see it running through the, the villa. But then you see one of the guards face step mm-hmm. in front of it. Mm-hmm. And right in front of your eyes, the minotaur just takes this guy down. And you see it throw his limp body to the side. And all the color uh, it fades from his flesh until he's just a gray heap on the ground. And then... You see several other guards running out of the forest, followed by dozens of minotaur. Oh, gosh. Those are my neighbors. What do you do? I run to the hallway. All right. As you open the door, your uh, your personal guard, Curtis, Curtis. who uh, is almost always in uh, winter form. Yes. Uh, with soft blues, very contemplative. Mm-hmm. You see him in a bright summer form. He he has a hand on his on his sword sheath. 
Yes. Um, and despite the brilliant color of his new form, he, he still looks very kind and oldly for an elf. Curtis, there's an attack. Lady Helena, some, something is clearly wrong. Uh, stay in your room for now, and I, I'll, I'll go see if I can figure out what's going on. Should I gather my things? Quickly, grab only what you need. I need a lot of things. <laughs> Lady things. Hey, you're the you're the you're the the noble. So. so I grab my bag. All right. And I put in my bag twenty bolts. My light crossbow. Okay, you're gonna take us down the list. Two daggers, okay. a quarter staff, <laughs> oh, a crystal, an explorer's pack. A uh, potion of healing, a two-person tent, because I like to sleep in style, a hooded lantern, and I put on my ring. Okay. <laughs> oh, your signet he's, ring? At yeah. that, at that point, yeah. <laughs> at that point, he's like, he's just kind of sitting at the door like, are we ready to go? Uh, yeah, I can't carry anything else. <laughs> All right, quickly. You have need. someone there who can carry much more for no, you. No, he has to fight for me. Oh, gosh, fine. <laughs> so you guys rush down the hallway uh, towards... Uh, stairwell that leads to the kitchens, which lead to the back entrance. Yes. So as you guys start making your way down the hallway, a uh, a guard is kind of thrust back against the wall in front of the stairs, which will be down. And immediately after he hits the wall, another minotaur rams right into him with its horns. Peter. No, Peter. Was that your love interest? Is no, that the, I don't okay. have a love interest. Why do you assume Not that yet. every female character has a love Not interest? I have, I have a love interest. <laughs> oh, it's okay. the love of dance. <laughs> we'll dance get to you, Reed. We'll get to you, Reed. Please let this be we'll real. Get to Reed. Uh, <laughs> all right. You, you guys turn and start going back up the stairwell. Perhaps we'll throw a rope out the window. You know, maybe that'll, that'll work. <laughs> Curtis... You deserve a raise. <laughs> Curtis is freaking out, man, okay? Yeah. He's so, out of his element. Legitimately, this is so funny. I spent so much time like preparing with character voices. I didn't prepare any for you guys' backstories. That's okay. That's okay. You're doing great. Yeah. Doing Thanks. Uh, it fun. So we get back up the hallway, and as you get up the hallway, a minotaur is running down towards you. Yep. And immediately, Curtis gets right in front, blazing summer form, pulls the sword out, and starts doing battle. With the minute. Nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he does. They're contending. What do you do? I. What are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling scared, but I don't really have a season for that. Yeah. So I'm just white. Ooh. And oh. Fear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm panicking, and I and I want to get to my room to hide. But the minotaur's in my way. Yep. So I. And you can hear the guy. You can hear Peter, who's kind of. Dying. Dying. Yeah. Fighting that other So minotaur. I'm going to pull out my quarterstaff and just hold it with both hands. Okay. I've never had to use this thing All right. before. I'm just holding it. All right. You see you see, uh, Curtis as he's just going back and forth, and the he gets a good cut on the minotaur, but then the minotaur slams one of its horns through his arm. <gasps> oh, man. Uh, and just as, uh, as it looks like he's getting ready to be finished, yeah. you begin to see lights flick into your vision. And then you're... Skin starts to glow. I didn't take drugs today. <laughs> Ooh, today. <laughs> and she's a noble. I mean, you're probably like high a lot. A lot. <laughs> the, the merrymaking. Yeah. Is the, yeah. And then, uh, boom, you see nothing but black. I would like to point out that a, a different race got too close to you, and your natural response was to turn white and be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was a commentary. Yeah, it's like, yes. it's like very deep. Wow. <laughs> Commentary. commentary. All right, I love the the sub the subtext. <laughs> so many so layers. Deep. That's what you get. That's what you get with sneak attack. Yeah. <laughs> Kryn, four nine seven, alt, 
Cataclysm. Moments before midnight, the Temple of Magir sits on the crest of a small mountain, overlooking most of the island. Home of the monastic Ron Ali, who don't particularly spend much time at the temple. In fact, most nights it's usually empty. However, this night, a young monk and his companion, a cleric in training, are attempting a precipitous summoning. Danny, mm-hmm. you clear to explain your character a little bit? Sure. I'm playing a human monk named Eli Luther. Uh, you said young. I'm going to roll with that. Uh, I'm thinking he's like in his early 30s. Young so okay, youngish. So he hasn't he hasn't done a lot with his life. No, <laughs> no. You like, are level one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you said you're human. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, what did you expect him to be, Reed? That's true. You've always been human, but <laughs> I just I didn't know if thirty was young, old. It's it's. What. But you said yeah. human, so it's yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's very neatly dressed. Has um, kind of a a tightly shaven beard okay uh and he is down down to business he's he doesn't want to dilly dally or mess around at all all right all right he's he's here to get a job done well your cleric buddy uh does he have a name uh you can decide that it's <laughs> kind of hoping you're just throwing at me <laughs> sawyer tamagotchi <laughs> tamagotchi how about tamagotchi sawyer okay Ooh. we're gonna call him tommy Tom? Tommy Sawyer. Okay. Tom uh, Sawyer. That's where oh, I was going. Tom Sawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got um, it. All right. Your boy Tommy, he's the one who kind of brought you here to the temple. Mm-hmm. And he's, at the moment, he's painting some stuff on the ground in okay. kind of a circle shape. And he looks up at you and says, tell me again uh, why we're doing this. It's very important. I need some answers. What did you, like, help me understand the broader context. <sighs> It, I, I don't think you'll understand, but I've, I've promised my soul to these things, and I need to know what to expect. I have to know what lies in wait on the other side. Oh, man. I'm going to get in so much trouble for doing this if they find out. Nobody's going to find out. All right. Well, the, the summoning circle's done. Uh, when I tell you, call forth the devil's true name. All right. Okay. He begins to chant. And the surface of the circle starts to glow and illuminate. Then he points a finger towards you. Malor. And as you, as you call forth the devil's name, the circle on the ground begins to glow, each rune and symbol emitting a golden light, the dust in the ancient room giving substance to the rays emanating from the floor. A form begins to emerge from within the circle, long, uh, thin spikes covering the arc of the creature's back as it slowly rises, First, one massive bony claw bursts forth, taking purchase on the temple floor. Then the second, it's back to you. The fiend seems to grow taller and taller until finally the scorpion-like tail whips out from the floor and curls around the terrible form as the bone devil slowly swivels its head in your direction. Nice. Bone devils are awesome. Yeah. Uh, Boasting a skeletal face, which seems to be perpetually smiling with a toothy grin. The bone devil looking at you. Greetings, child of war. I must say I had not expected you to call upon me in such a crude manner. Uh. (laughs) And your buddy, Tommy, he goes, look, 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 it's okay. He can't break out of the circle. It'll keep him confined. There's nothing to worry about. I'm not worried. Look, I guess you're my master. 
No. I am but a messenger, though it is so far beneath me to do so. Uh, who who am I serving? Who am I who have I pledged my soul to? You've pledged yourself to Zariel. Who the arch devil whom I serve. What do I need to do? What do I need to do to prepare myself? You don't need to do anything. I can't sit around and wait. I have to know. I have to be doing something. I need to be training. Once you enter Avernus, Zariel's domain, your soul will be twisted into a shapeless mass of flesh, sent with others of your ilk as the first line in conquest. I'm kind of like rubbing my beard. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm rubbing my beard. I say, <laughs> got that to look forward to. Uh, well, I don't so much like the sound of that. Will I remember this life? I believe you'll remember everything. What you can do about it is up to you, I suppose. What do you mean, what I can do about it? Well, all are destined to be. I forget. I honestly forget what those creatures are called. Lemuel, Lemuels, Lemuels, or whatever. The, oh, the the. They're like the lowest level of yeah, devil. Of, de- of devil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Perhaps one day you will rise above and become something more powerful as myself. I'm sure I will. Best of luck. Only way to accomplish that is to acquire the favor of a greater devil. Is there something I can do about that right now? <laughs> You are a get-it-done kind of guy, aren't you? If you truly desire greater answers, I could show you. And then he moves one foot outside the summoning circle. I take one step towards him. <laughs> Tommy uh, starts freaking out. Uh, he, sh- he shouldn't be able to do that. Don't he shouldn't be able worry to do that. about it. This is a weak circle, you poor pitiful cleric and then he slams his stinger tail into Tommy's chest Mallor removes his tail from Tommy's chest and Tommy his body collapses to the floor and then he turns his gaze to you Mm -hmm. and says now child of war let me take you home and he pulls his tail back up to strike Mm -hmm. and just as he's getting ready to reach his bony claws out for you your eyes begin to fill with specks of light. Okay. And your body then begins to glow. And as it does, he shrieks back and kind of like removes himself from the light. And then you see nothing but black. 1500 Dale Reckoning. Moments to midnight. The Telfax treasury closed hours ago. But Lord Telfax still sits in his office going over the daily numbers. The perfect picture of a tiefling bureaucrat. Though the parts of the bank that are open to the public are lined with beautiful landscapes, lots of daylight, and polished with white stone, the Lord's offices are dim, lit by simple candles on just a few sconces around the room. A large portrait of Lord Telfax hangs just behind his desk, such that even as he has his head in a ledger, his gaze remains. A small clerk pokes his head into the office. Uh, Young Lord Zeremir is here, Lord, as you requested. Yes, yes. Let him in. And, uh, Reed, you want to describe your guy as he enters? Sure. I, I, I walk in pretty, uh, 
aggressively swing the door wide open with a kind of cocky swagger. And uh, my name is Zaramir Telfax. I am a tiefling with, uh, I have horns that kind of like ram's horns that go back along my hairline behind my ears. My hair is uh, long blue dreadlocks tied in a ponytail. When you say blue, like azure blue, like what are we talking here? Like, like dark blue, but okay. not like, not like it's nothing but blue. You can still see my natural hair color through it, but it's just like, okay. it's blue. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing armor and I have adventuring gear on, which is very uncommon for, for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, Zeremir is the, the son of uh, this bank owner. Uh, I actually never gave him a name. I just realized that. I just um, call him Lord. Yeah, Lord Lord Telfax. Yep. Um, but I work in the bank as well. Uh, I'm the vice president of Gnome Operations. And cool. Yeah, so I work for my dad. Uh, as you walk in, your father doesn't even look up. He continues to write in his ledger. What do you do? I say, um, yeah, you, uh, you wanted to see me? Uh, yes. I uh, believe you've returned from your venture. Yeah. Yeah, it went pretty good. Was it enlightening? He says he sets his pen, pencil down, and, or his quill down and looks okay. at you. I mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty enlightening, I guess. Have you, are you done with these fancies? Ready to get to work? Done? What are you doing? No, no, I'm just getting started. I met He kind of looks people. down. Oh, don't be disappointed in me. I met the greatest people while I was out there. I need you to be a banker, Zaramir. Yeah, Dad, you know that's, uh, you know that's not going to happen. I'm not meant to be a banker like you. Enough. I can't listen to this anymore. Your dalliance with adventure and dance. It's time you started taking your station more seriously. I'm taking my station seriously, Dad. I met a man named Eldon Ellersby. Oh, he moved like the wind, graceful yet powerful, with a voice like an angel. Devil's breath, boy. How do you expect to carry on, on our legacy when you don't know the first thing about money? To the nines with the legacy. Don't you dare talk about the nines. <laughs> he kind of just like like puffs up a little bit, like he's glad that he got under your skin. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, you know, sorry. sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. I should never have listened to your mother. Letting you accompany that party did nothing for you. I was doing my job. No son of mine, and he slams his hand on the table, is going to sing or dance by the Nessus boy. I'll make you a banker if I have to beat it into you. And the job (laughs) was to finance a gnome expedition. I'm not just going to give them money without seeing their job, how good of a crew they have. I had to go to do my banking job, Dad. (laughs) I was there for you. As you're talking, two large figures step in from the door behind. What? Yeah, yeah. All they, right. After hearing the slam of the hand. <laughs> All right. Um, and he says, sit down. Make me. <laughs> <laughs> and he motions. He's, he's, he has red skin, yeah. but it looks like deeper red. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a more pale red. Right yeah, now. yeah. And there's like that one vein. You know the vein. That's uh, just like ramming out of his head. The vein is there. Yeah, he's practically a unicorn at this mm. point. The and the two the two men come up to you and they're gonna try and pick you up on either from either arm and then slam you into the chair. All right, I mean they can. They, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to push them off or anything like that. Okay. So. See, I would just. I tell them to. I'm just. 
unhand me. Put you. How dare you? You you manhandle such an important figure. I am the vice president at this bank. I demand that you release me. And they don't move. All right. Well. And your father steps out from behind the desk, and he starts taking his belt off. What are you gonna do, Dad? You gonna spank me in front of everybody? Think you're a big tough guy? Oh, son. You're either gonna learn to be a banker or die trying. And he steps up and he's getting ready to whack you with his belt, right with the buckle, right in your face. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as he's getting ready to do that, you start to see little lights fleck in your vision. Okay. And then your body's whole body starts to glow. Yeah. You're like, oh, the power of Stefan flows through me. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> You'll figure out who that is later. Ah, good grief. All right. And then, uh, so your story is High School Musical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and Tiefling. And then you... Uh, I give him the fingers as I... <laughs> you don't even care what's happening. No. You're just rolling with yeah. it. I love it. Awesome. Well, thanks for hanging on for the introductions there, guys. This would be where the title of the movie appears. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, don't know, I don't even know what we would title it this Avengers. <laughs> Infinity <laughs> War. <laughs> this is the sneak attack Infinity War. Uh, you know, TM. We're, we're waiting to see if that name works out. Yeah. Yeah. Le- yeah. Legally pending. Yeah. Uh, so, at the very same instant, each of you find yourselves in a dimly lit great hall. On either side of the hall are several large... Windows, looking out into a mountainous terrain with clouds thundering softly overhead. There are four large statues standing beside each of, the, uh, each of the windows, two on either side of the hall. Down the end of the great hall, uh, up a fl- small flight of stairs, is a doorway that lays open with flickering orange light spilling out. And you are all f- in that room. We see together. each other? Yep. You're all there in, in, in whatever action you were in the middle of doing, so... I'm flipping you all off. So uh, Helena is over in the corner holding her, her, her staff. I put my staff away and I um, turn winter. Okay. And uh, Edward is, um, is looking like he's escaping out of the... <laughs> You're like crawling? The crawl space. <laughs> Whoa, we built a lot down here. <laughs> <laughs> We've really expanded. <laughs> and, uh, and Eli has his arms open like he's going to hug somebody. <laughs> Apparently. I, I pipe his... Whoa. Dad... <laughs> who are dad who are these people where, do, you, where, do you work for me are you no, a new guy here no I don't work for you are you a servant of my father's no I'm a servant for no one do you work at the bank what bank are you talking about what bank this is like the battle of the deep raspy voices <laughs> what bank <laughs> I'm Helena hi <laughs> boy do you work for me do you work for me <laughs> do you want to work for me <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I don't, maybe I, don't, I don't like my current Do we job. Back? I think so. If anybody was paying attention, you two are the only ones that share a uh, calendar date. Oh, okay, okay. Who are you? Uh, I'm Edward. Edward. Well, and who are you? Uh, my name's Zara. Um, Terrence. <laughs> Terrence Tercel. Nice to meet you, Terrence. He puts out a hand. I shake it. And uh, he kind of, I kind of look at you a little bit like disappointed. Mm. But it's, it's a small little gnome. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a gnome. I'm a big old tiefling. But mm-hmm. so I, I kind of, I look past you and I see the quarterstaff lady standing there. <laughs> I say. A, a bl- totally blue and white colored 
elf. Oh, cool. I like the fact that it's like you're different colored like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where are we? Do you? How did we get here? And I kind of gesture to you, uh, elf lady. I shrug. Oh. I notice that these two are dressed nicely. What are you wearing? Uh, just like a cloak. Very plain. Okay. And I go, can I help you? I'm like walking all <laughs> around the room, like looking around and uh, like trying to figure out where I am, but wondering if I got teleported by Malor. So I'm walking around going, Malor, Malor, like trying to call him so back. So just Malor, dad, Malor. <laughs> you said there were statues in here? Yes. I'm going to go look at the statues. Yeah, what do they look like? The one uh, that's kind of closest to you guys on the left is a statue of a young lady wearing trousers and a work shirt. She um, has assumed a fighting stance and is wielding a scimitar in one hand. Her face has the look of kind of a passionate defiance. Okay. But she's plainly dressed? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, the one uh, right across from hers... Um, it depicts a young girl uh, in the motion of running. Her hands uh, are kind of like spread out behind her as she's kind of running. And her she, she looks like she's been running in the rain. Like little splashes have been like carved into the, the ground underneath her feet. And uh, she has a, kind of an expression of just pure joy on her, on her face. And then the uh, one that's kind of f- further away from you guys, farther down the hall to the right... Uh, kind of depicts a stout woman, uh, perhaps middle-aged. She wears a, kind of a leather apron and uh, over her simple dress. And in one hand, uh, she kind of cradles a small child, while in the other she has the, uh, uh, the hammer of a craftsman. And she's got kind of a look of, of uh, confident, strong like strength on her face. Hmm. And then the final statue that's kind of further ahead of you guys and to the left uh, depicts an elderly woman. Uh, long in her years, she holds both her hands out in a welcoming gesture. Her long, ornate robes drape over her slight form. A calm, knowing expression on her face. I go over to that one to look closer at the robes. They're just robes. Nothing. Are they nicer than mine? Uh, no, they're not as nice as yours. They're all women. I mean, yeah. You guys could assume this might be a single woman growing up. Yeah, human. I walk over to you. I walk up to you, and you, you like, said human. By the way, you're yeah, summoning you've me. never yeah. seen a tiefling before. Okay. Yep, I, I declare human as I walk over to you. Okay. Do you serve Malor? Malor, I, I have no lord. Are you a devil? I, ugh, it's deeply offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I have an infernal heritage, if that's what you're implying. Who do you serve? Surely you serve someone. I serve myself. My goal is to tell grand stories, not serve some master. Did you... How did you start? Where are you from? Where am I right now? Did... Wait. Did, did you, someone make a circle so I can ask a guy some questions? Did, did you just show up here? Yes. So did I. Did you... And I, I look at the other two. Did you two just arrive here? I, I nod. nod. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> connection is made. <laughs> we don't speak. We, we nod. nod. And then we dab. <laughs> I'm from, uh, you said Toral? Yes. 
and that that's is the, that's like Earth. That's like the name oh, for like the Earth. Just a planet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I'm. I'm from Toral. So, like, any place more specific, or does not matter? Uh, it'd be kind of weird to say you're from Toral unless you know you're on a different planet. Right. That's that, and I wouldn't assume that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know all the names. Like, you could be from the Sword Coast, I suppose. Okay. I don't know what that is. Okay. I say that very like strongly to you when you say where you're from, wherever you're from. You don't know where the Sword Coast is. What is that? That is my homeland. How do you not know? Where, where are you from? The realm. <laughs> the realm? Do you not know who I am? Should I? Yeah. You you would know that you're from the Feywild, and you are definitely not in the Feywild anymore. Well, I know that. Okay. But I don't know where he's but from. But she's royalty, right? Yeah, I'm noble. Have I ever seen a tiefling before? Uh, Probably not. Okay. Are you a min- minotaur? Again, with the deeply racist insults, <laughs> I am a tiefling, a proud infernal heritage. What does that mean? Well, like, a really long time ago, some devils did it with some humans, and... Huzzah! Here I so am. So you are a devil. <laughs> I'm of demonic ancestry. Is this the underworld? I don't know. It's not his home, It's not human. my homeland. I'm from... I'm from Toral. I just go back, walking around, going, Malor! Just, like, shouting into the Young air. Young man, I, I think you're confused. Malor is not here. Do you know Malor? My father is m- my lord. Does that make you Milady? No, I have a mother. Hmm. You may Milady. call me... That's my mother's name. You may, <laughs> Lady of the realm. <laughs> you, may, you may call me Helena. Helena. I'm Terrence. Interesting. Um, you guys do start to hear a little voice coming from the open room down at the end of the hall uh, that's just saying really quietly from a distance, Oh me, oh my, oh me, oh my. Is that someone in danger? No, 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 not good, not good. I go to the door. That does sound dangerous. We must help. Are you guys I'm brave? running. I'm running that direction. Oh, he's very Towards brave. I'm following him. I'm walking calmly and gracefully. I'm just pissed. <laughs> I'll follow her. <laughs> you put hands in pockets and yeah, just break the dirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, All right. I, I follow whoever's the bravest, which would apparently be the humans. Brave, stupid, <laughs> synonymous. It's my first real adventure, so I'm, I'm equating stupidity with bravery right now. Okay. It should make it clear, at least at this point, that you are all level one characters. Yes. So this is the... You haven't done a lot of actual, like, adventuring. Um, as you enter the open room... You see a small bearded creature running from one end of the room to the other, feverishly checking various crystal balls and magical windows that are depicting all manner of creatures and lands. Uh, several tables sit in the room, scattered with various uh, scientific and astronomical instruments. Wait, are you okay? A small creature? Yeah, a humanoid. Like a, like a little, maybe like, like a size of a gnome or a dwarf. Like You can't really tell what, what oh, he is. Oh, but it's not a gnome. Definitely not a gnome. Okay. But he's like a little bigger, a little stockier than a gnome. But if he's a dwarf, he's very small for a dwarf. Okay. Sir. And his beard isn't super long. It's kind of just like a short, kind of spiky beard. Okay. Sir. Oh, me. Oh, you've arrived. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad How's that you're he here. dressed? Uh, he's actually wearing uh, like an artificer's kind of like tinkering clothes. Ooh. Like okay. he's, uh, he's got like, he's got like a, a little short ape, like leather apron with a bunch of different like. Pockets. Still tools in the pockets and stuff. Okay. I roll my eyes. 
I, I get one look at him and I go, oh gosh, do you need money? Oh no, money, no, no, don't need money, but the master will not be pleased. The master? Yes. Malor? Yes, no, not Malor, not Malor, no, not Malor, not who it should be. And um, at that moment, mist begins to gather at the front of the room, coalescing into a large disembodied face of an ancient being. A blindfold covers his eyes, though you sense he is still capable of knowing exactly where you are. His long white beard, flecked with gray, ends in dissipating wisps that barely touch the floor. I turn to the small bearded question creature, and I go, how did you do that? <laughs> oh, not me, not me, not me, no, no, no. And the, the large face says... It's just a face? Yep. Okay. Kind of like, almost like ethereal a little bit. Yeah. I am Matuat. Ma- you what? are the chosen who will save the multiverse. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you please spell your name, sir? It's Matuad, just move on. You can, you can call me Matt. Great. This <laughs> is the Obsidian Citadel. From here, the Overlook, Beta and I are able to peek into the vastness of the multiverse, keeping a vigilant eye out for any tipping of the cosmic balance. You're, you're like keeping, you have scales? That's why he's blind. Justice is blind. Something like that. (laughs) Yes, 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 indeed. Yes, indeed. And he kind of points at the different, like, magical things all around. Okay. So this, this small dude's name is Beta. Kind of like, uh, if you've seen the cover of Mordekainen's Tome of Foes. Got like kind of windows like that that are. Gotcha. You know, I got to, like, plug the book sure. like, a couple times. I think that's part of the rules. So the small guy's name is Beta? Yes. Okay. I have summoned each of you here by fate. Hmm. You were chosen from each of your selective worlds to save all worlds. Yeah, no. Uh, can you uh, re-summon me uh, back to my bar? <laughs> How about that, Matt? You run a bar? Yeah, I run a bar. Where? It's none of your business. Fine, you won't, you? Get, you won't get any of my business. Uh, we don't want your kind there. Okay, well. Ooh. I, I kind of like the gnome a little bit more. <laughs> Matt. Gnome. Edward, I believe. Yeah, come on. Uh, I cannot. You cannot must, what? You must know that What if, do you need, some money? If we, if we do not do this, all worlds are doomed. I don't care. Wait. Your bar will be no more. So if we do this, you'll put us back where we're from? How about how about someplace other than where you got us from? <laughs> no, I need to go home. My home is under attack. I can make no promises other than that if you do this, I will help you as much as I can. No, no, I'm out, Matt. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My soul's already pledged to somebody else. Uh, This isn't my fight. What? We're we're talking universe-ending calamity here? Yes. And we're the only four that can prevent it. Yes. Guys. Beta shakes his head. (laughs) sounds awesome. (laughs) Look, I'll do it. Because you need me. I sense your hesitations very clearly. Allow me to enlighten you. 
uh, one of the magic windows uh, begins to uh, kind of grow, and it grows larger, depicting a world of chaos and war. Red clouds beneath a black sky overlook a terrible sight. This is the blood war. Deformed creatures surge from one end of the desolate land. Devilish beings rush from the other end. That looks more like where I'm supposed to be. As Matt continues, you see the two armies collide. And there's creatures that are kind of looking like what uh, Malor had explained. Uh Um, And and you actually recognize some of this from, uh, like, paintings that your father keeps around the house. Oh, sure. That this this type of land is is likely from the lower plains. Yep. Um, For eons untold. The devils of the Nine Hells have contended with the demons of the Abyss for dominance of the Lower Plains and ultimately the subjugation of all the cosmos. Both have the power to do that very thing. However, each have kept each other in check since time immemorial. If one were to turn its full force elsewhere, they would risk being overtaken by their most hated adversaries. This is the balance and why you are needed. Should one side gain advantage over the other, it could be the end of all we know. As he's talking and you're seeing this hellscape, Edward, you uh, begin to feel something in your chest pressure you. And you know who is pressuring you. And you're you're familiar with her influence. Sure you get kind of a sense that she wants you to move forward. Okay. I'm going to kind of rearrange my tie a little bit. I'm going to pull a, a flask out and uh, drink a little bit of it. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, my business partner, she she thinks it would probably be good for the best of us to go and do this, whatever this is. So, okay, I'm on board. Yeah. We, yeah, well, great adventure. Put your hands in. What's your name? Looking at. Ter- Ter- Terrence, yeah, 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 yeah. Terrence, hey, do you want to? Let's all take a drink of this and let's all just, yeah, we let's do it. Wait, so we're like a party now? Oh, listen, I've, I've, uh, Did we just become an adventuring party. I, I've pledged <laughs> myself to one side already, so I can't do anything that would go against them. Listen here, boy, uh, I pledged myself to a lot of people on a, a lot of different nights. Uh, let's pledge ourselves to this. And then you can go back to pledging yourself to that tomorrow. Look, what's your name, human? Eli. Eli. I think that this is really a moment for you to become more than, better than. Nope. A new man. Mm-mm. A man of strength and courage. Ooh, yeah. A leader of the people. I start writing everything she's saying down. <laughs> And I just really think that you could make a difference for common folk like you. I'm finishing. The I've class. already made my difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. What she said. <laughs> While you guys are kind of having your little group talk, mm-hmm. the image within the magical window shifts to that of a large city built by the side of a large mountain range. The image slowly pans over, eventually resting over the city keep, a very impressive castle emerging from the side of the mountain itself. This dwarven stronghold sits on the edge of the crystal mist mountains. As of late, the city has begun to show signs of an abyssal influence. 
That would be demons, just mm. so you know. Uh, Beta moves over a round window, and he shows a humanoid point of view from within the city. We believe there may be a rift beneath the city keep, possibly inside their, their crypt, from which the abyss is starting to feed into the material plane. Yeah, that, that'd be really bad. We, you definitely don't want that to happen. Yes, you are needed to go to the stronghold, find the rift, and close it by any means necessary. Were it to overflow and seep into the material plane, the demons of the abyss would conquer this entire planet and take it for their own, giving them perhaps the foothold they need to win the blood war. Listen, Eli. It's Eli. Yeah. It's a weird name. But... Terrence is a weird name, too. Yeah, it's, it's going to be world famous. You shut your... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he snorts a little bit. Mr. Worldwide. So, so, Eli, take it from someone who just eschewed their, their plans, their heritage. What better way to make a name for yourself than to go out and be a great warrior, be a great... I assume you have some type of specialty. Uh, what are you good with, like, uh, like sticks or something? Or I'm good with my hands. Perfect. Stories will be told of you all throughout the ages. Listen, I've served my purpose, but I'm kind of new to this whole devil and demon thing. But they're at war with one another, right? Yes. So if I help fight the demons... I'm helping the devils. Yes, you're keeping them from losing the war, I suppose. You're strange. All right. I guess I'm in then. All right. So you're pro-devil. What's wrong with that? Oh. (laughs) I just asked if he was pro-devil. All right. I snort again incredulously. (laughs) Lots of snorting. Not everyone's against your race, man. I didn't assume they were. Actually, we've done pretty well for ourselves. So I just, I want to know if I need to watch you a little closer than the others. Please don't look at me. I, I respect you. I don't know what your problem is with me. I go autumn. I'm fine. So now she's kind of like an orange with like different colored leaves kind of. That was pretty cool. I can't change colors. It would be dangerous though to go alone. Though I cannot go with you. Helpful. I can give you the power needed to accomplish the task. Uh, then you're all magically transported back into the hall that you first were in. Uh, just kind of like snap of the fingers, blink of the eye, and okay. in that room. Each of these statues bears a gemstone at its base. Within each is elemental magic capable of granting the wielder an untold range of power. I already have a gemstone. And I pull out my crystal. Can I just use this one? No. So it's like a special one? Yes. Unless the one you carry holds elemental magic capable of granting the wielder an untold range of power. Well, I mean, kind of, but I'll get a new one. It's fine. I run over and grab one. Okay, which which one do you guys grab? Uh, There's three statues? Four. 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 One for each you guys. I grab the little girl running through the rain. Okay. I want the old lady. With the ornate robes. 
Do you want to know All what the other two the, are? The, the, young adult, the young adult lady with the sword and the motherly woman. But who's carrying, also wielding, like, a hammer? Carrying, a, uh, like, a, like a, a building hammer. I'm going to pick whatever one that he doesn't. You I care so care. little. I don't care. <laughs> I run over to the sword. Okay. The elderly woman's gemstone is kind of like a white gemstone okay. with kind of a purple kind of, like, whitish purple. The young girl's is a blue gemstone. Cool. The uh, young lady with the sword is red. Is a red gemstone, and the motherly woman who uh, Edward ends up with is a uh, yellow, kind of amber gemstone. Then Badek walks over. He didn't get teleported, so he just kind of <laughs> walks from the room. Rough uh, life, that guy. To activate the gem's power, you, you simply must enact both the vocal and somatic components. First, hold both of your hands out in front of you with each holding part of the gemstone. And recite, it's elemental time. It's elemental time. (laughs) I'm writing things down and I stop at it's elemental time and I kind of look up and I kind of give them a look like, really? Yes, that's the words to enact this spell that will... Initially give you the ritual armor. Okay. Well, th- this, I, this it, is all really cool and all, but I'm definitely going to change that line when I tell the story later. Can I <laughs> Can I at least say it in Elvish so it sounds cooler? Uh, sure, that's fine. Great, thank you. Any language is fine, but you must say, it's elemental time with your hands both stretched forward, one on either side of the gemstone. Do we do it now? You may test it if you'd like. Okay, I take my gemstone out and I do it. All right, uh, when you do it, a magical suit of armor begins to just kind of encompass your whole body, making your clothes kind of, it, it magically basically is transforming your clothes into this magical suit of armor. And it looks a little bit like this. Can I, I had that? Adam Kovar do some art for <laughs> each of them. Uh, it's, de- it's kind of, think Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody was thinking anything else. Yeah, yeah. With, it's elemental time. <laughs> and uh, I guess I give time. you guys each your different Ooh. things. I got, I'm, I'm the wa- Red Ranger, baby. <laughs> I'm a water dude with a trident. And, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and you're great. <laughs> so. Um, Stuck in permanent dab. <laughs> oh, nice. It's perfect for you. Helena. Yes. You uh, you get this kind of your armor has it's it's white armor. Yes. And very flowy. Yes. Kind of like wind, and you have a flail in your hand. I do. Um, and then uh, do the rest of you try out your armor after seeing her? Definitely. Whoever does, just let me know. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, me. Okay, the two of you, your armor actually looks very similar, and it. Uh, me and Eli. Yep, it stays very tight in along the the contours of your body. But it has kind of like shoulder pieces. And a helmet. And a really cool helmet with mm-hmm. a visor that you can see through. Um, but it also accommodates your horns. So they're, they're part of it. It kind of meshes itself to whoever the, the wearer is. But you actually have a big old trident. Yes. That comes with it. And, the, and then you've got two scimitars. Ooh. Um, and the gemstone that you guys were holding in your hand is now magically in the chest. Of the armor. Okay, so we're like Iron Man now. Kinda. I like it. Iron Man. 
Power Rangers, D and D. There are in in order to summon the full element. In order, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they're reading stuff. I, I gotta explain this a little bit. Sorry. Honestly, this whole adventure was built around being able to do this to you guys, <laughs> making us do silly motions. Yep, and uh, have to say things like this. Um, in order, <clears throat> this is but the armor, the ritual armor that houses the power of the elemental. With this, you gain uh, strength with the elemental weapon and a stronger ability to with- you can withstand much more than you could in your typical form. However, you can become stronger still if you were to summon the full power of the elemental and become an avatar. The Mechazord. So, uh, in order to do... Th- in order how, do we, to- how do we link up? <laughs> in order to do this, <laughs> you simply must call forth the elemental avatar form along with the name of the element of which you... I think that's what I do. Have. I think you're correct. So I go, I raise my hands, palms up to my chest, then I lower them, and I reach out one hand, I go, are an elemental avatar. And when you do that, wind begins to swirl around you, and any kind of, like, dust and debris in the room just starts to swirl and all that, and then, like, actual, like, larger pieces of armor, like, like, like magically form in front of you and around you, and you start to float in the air. Whoa. And a large... Uh, ele- an elemental uh, avatar being, yeah. Then is then in front of you, and as you move your hand, it moves it, it moves its. As you move your flail, it moves its flail. Cool. But these are these are what are actually in the book. Oh, these are just the actual elementals, like elemental stats. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so I see Helena become like an avatar kind of thing, and I immediately like I'm just like messing around with my hands trying to get the thing right because each of them have. I should say this: each of them have different somatic components. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, like, practicing mine, trying to get the, the movements right, and I see her turn into an avatar, and I just stop what I'm doing and start writing. I immediately just, like... Oh, you stop it completely. So yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm so disinterested in what, what I'm trying to focus on now and just writing down what she's okay, doing. Okay, So, like, water starts to coalesce around your feet, mm-hmm. but then as you stop, it just... Puddles. Puddles, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, J-Lo. So to, to make it clear, Helena has the air elemental gemstone. Terrence has the water elemental gemstone. Edward has the earth elemental gemstone. And Eli has the fire elemental gemstone. My hit points. Ah! And you'll notice with the armor, you do get buffed hit points mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Those are temp, though. So yeah. once the armor goes away, they go away. Yeah. Okay. Is there any way to re, like, so resummon he, it, or is it just... The armor, the armor can be summoned once every short rest, but the full avatar can only be summoned once every long rest. Okay. But cool. Time is a thing in this game, just so you know. Yeah. Okay. So I see her do her thing. I'm just writing furious notes. And so I, I, I kind of like look up real quick just to get the attention of Matt. Well, and then I look back down and I'm still writing, just glancing around the room, taking notes. And I say, so, uh, so what's next? What are we supposed to do? Well, we will, you will first rest and recuperate. Uh, now that you've tested your powers, you will need to regain your energy and strength. For the journey. I, I, I kind of raised my hand a little bit again. Matt, Matt. Yes. Hey, Matt. Okay. So. What's up, Terry? So, um, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I'm super grateful, and I can't wait to give it a shot. But 
I feel like I you deserve to know uh, that while these three are obviously great warriors or fighters or um, you know wielders of magic, I I I've I've never done anything like this before. So, um, are you sure that I'm your guy? Hey, Terrence. Yeah. I'm literally a princess who can't control her magic. Well, that's cool. No, it's not. It sounds it sounds really really cool though. It's problematic. You're not alone in this. So wait, are any of you great warriors or fighters or wielders of magic and the magical arts? Okay. <laughs> cool. That'll just make the ending even better. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Terran's fate has chosen you. I cannot tell you why. So I was meant to be here? Yes. Oh, I knew it. All of you were meant to be here and are being sent to this city to save the multiverse for a reason. Look at me now, Dad. Sure. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just really, Um. really going to rub it in his face later. Whenever you guys are ready, Bait will escort you to kind of like a little sleeping quarters where you guys can rest. Thank you, but I don't need that. Okay. Uh, so, but anyway, it's not, he leads you to the other side of the great hall. Okay. The two double doors back there opens them up and leads you to just two different rooms with two different beds. And you guys can just pick a cot or do what you want. We won't be able to send you for another uh, six or seven hours, so... Take your time and gather yourselves and prepare yourselves for the coming journey. And he shakes his head and goes, oh me, oh my, it will, it will be difficult, I'm sure. Oh me, oh my. All right. I can like willfully disengage the armor, right? Yeah. Okay. I disengage the armor. And I you're just, back in your regular clothes. Yeah. Yep. I just, I plop on the bed and sit like cross-legged and just start writing feverishly. Okay. Cool. I disengage my armor, sit on the bed, and... Wait, who's in, who's in my room with me? Because there's two rooms. I'll go in the same room as you. Cool. Uh, I sit on my bed, and I pull out, like, a like a locket that I have around my neck. Okay. And I just open it up and look at it. Cool. Ooh. What's, the, what's in the necklace? None of your business. Oh, I need the details. Just my family. Your family? What happened to them? Are, are they okay? Are they dead? They're fine now. Is this a story of vengeance? No. I'm just repaying a favor. Ooh, a favor to who? I just don't want to talk about it right oh, now. Oh, come on. Later. You'll find out All in good time. stories need great backstory. You'll find out in time. Ooh, I like it. Mystery intrigue. <laughs> All right, what do the, the other you guys do? Um, I set up my tent in a larger like room, like the Great Hall or somewhere. <laughs> okay. And I go into my trance because I'm an elf, so I don't mm-hmm. sleep. I'm immediately going to bed and hoping when I wake up, this all just goes We should away. push the beds together. <laughs> no, I'm going in a different room from <laughs> what he's doing in there. Is there another room? No, it's yeah, just, there's it's just me and Eli in one room. You get another room. You get a whole room to yourself. because I look at that room, out. immediately turn around, go into the other room, <laughs> go immediately to sleep. Uh, night, it's, night passes regular, and Beta comes wake you guys up and bring you back to the Overlook where uh, okay. where Matt is waiting. Okay. I probably maybe got like 30 minutes of sleep. Okay. Wait, so have you rested? 
It's a short rest. Short rest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. A sh- I mean, because I, I wasn't doing any strenuous yep. activity, but yep. it was a short rest. You're doing push-ups all night. <laughs> 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 Gotta prepare. Gotta get swole. <laughs> all right. Are you all ready? I yes. guess. All right. Come on. Have some enthusiasm. The city is dwarven. And in order to make it into the keep and down into the crypt undetected, you need to go disguised. Uh, In this, I can provide some assistance. I will make each of you look as dwarves. I I have a disguise kit. Do do I need that or is Uh, is yours better? You're still a little tall. My magic is pretty good. Pretty Oh, magic? Yes. Amazing. Uh, Mine's just paint and a lot of padding. Do your best to act like a dwarf and... Move through the city unassumingly until you reach the crypt, at least. I've only met a couple... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. We're, we're method acting right now. Do, do, can, I start, can I start now? Sure. Okay. Tell me if this is good or not. Hello. My name's Terrence. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I am silly and stupid because I'm a dwarf. All right. Don't get rude. Um. <laughs> uh, so then you all begin to see flecks of light enter your vision again. Oh. Not this again. And you become uh, slightly lightheaded. Oh. Your bodies begin to glow, and the next thing you know, <laughs> you should throw you're it all off. dead. And TBK. All right, everybody. Cool. That uh, no. is a trip. You're all standing in an alley with uh, three other dwarves. Um, you each have a pair of overalls on, and your weapons have all been made to look like plumbing tools. Wait. The four of us are with three other dwarves? No, each of you is with three other dwarves. Oh, these overalls. And the three other dwarves are the other three. Sure, yeah. I couldn't have said it more confusingly. Yeah, I get you. (laughs) Am I a female dwarf? Sure. Okay, am I wearing a shirt under the overalls? Yes. Okay, I unhook one of the straps. Okay. So it looks a little bit cooler. Okay. You guys are, are in the dwarven city. On the Crystal Mist Mountains. Okay. The city is alive. It's it's uh, it's like it's evening, but the but the sun's still out, and uh, there's lots of hustle and bustle in the city, and it's not hard to see the keep. A few streets down. Okay. So we just have to go there. Yes. And then we'll talk to someone to get let us down lower. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Easy enough. So I, in in my best dwarf voice, uh, I say, "Okay, well, uh, let's go fix the pipes." <laughs> And I, I wink at the three of you. I start whistling. Nice. Uh, oh, and then uh, in your in your heads, you start to feel the presence of another being. I don't like that. And then you hear Beta's voice. Heroes, Beta here. I've established a psychic link. That way, I'll be able to help you. I'll be able to help guide you from the tower. If you run into any uncertainty here, uh, don't hesitate to ask for help. I don't say anything because I don't want to give away the suspicion. I don't okay. want to be talking to a voice in my head. Yeah. Solid. So I, I just ca- nod. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I kind of like... He senses your... Approval. Head moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreement. All right. I start, like, walking, uh, more like moseying into the keep like I just got off a horse. Sure. Because in my mind, that's... I'm trying to walk like a dwarf. All right. Stubby legs and all why that. Don't, uh, why don't you all roll me a performance check? Oh, Yes! Played right into my trap. <laughs> Thirteen. Twenty-two. Be a four. Uh, Sixteen. Okay. Um, leading the way, Terrence is a dwarf's dwarf. Like, there are actually a couple dwarves that see him and are like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, I wink at him. Yeah. A couple hammers drop and jaws <laughs> as well. Edward and Eli are, are doing their best 
to make themselves look like dwarves following uh, Terrence's lead. And uh, and Helena, behind everyone... I'm not even trying. ...is walking like an elf, like totally elegant, like like swaying her hips and like... Yeah, 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 like just cannot help being noble. Do I, do I notice this? Um, you're in the front. If you're, if I, I feel like I would, you'd want to observe. I'm trying to like turn and like acknowledge people as best sure, I can yeah, to like yeah. puff yeah. myself, like yeah. make myself. One lady proffers her baby for you to kiss it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I, what, what tools do I have on me? If I'm like, if I got plumber tools, uh, definitely a plunger. Oh, I give a little, the smallest plunger I have to the kid. <laughs> okay. Okay. Takes the plunger in his yeah. hands and I'd be like, you grow up big and strong one day. Oh, a wheel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, mister. I'll get this to my brother, Luigi. <laughs> That's where my mind was going. <laughs> so many multiverses. All right. You do, see, you do see her walking incredibly elegant, wearing plumber's gear. Fashionable uh, plumber's gear. Thank you. Okay. Sure. With one... Yeah. She's like the Zoolander. Yeah. Like in the mining. Oh, yeah. 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 Long, Pop. <laughs> I turn back around and I just like almost like it's a joke, like I know she's joking. I go, Oh, that's very funny. Come on, we've got the job to do and I just kinda like give you a, a very close proximity kind of look like we're dwarves, be dwarves, please. What's a dwarf? Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> And you guys, as you guys go through, move through the city, you see different examples of regular dwarf life. You know, uh, a different brewing company over here or a smithy there. And as you get closer to the keep, though, there are a couple moments where you see, like, kind of dwarves fighting mm-hmm. or, get, or arguing, being angry with each other. Some shouting, some pushing. Um, maybe down one alley you see two, if you just kind of glance, like, two kind of really going at it, fighting each other. Like, with fists? Yeah. I, I kind of, like, I stop... Like, the tone as you get closer and closer to the teeps it just gets more and more tense. Okay. I, I stop trotting a little bit and kind of wait for the rest of the group to catch up, and I, I kind of, like, head nod gesture over down the alley, and I say, uh, there's some people fighting over there. Uh, should, should we do something about it? I think we should just stick to the plan. I mean, yeah, that's fine. We're here. We'll, we'll fix the pipes or whatever, but... There'll I mean, be plenty of fighting. You don't know that there are people who need our help, maybe. We're here for a greater purpose, though. We have to close the rift. But just think, all of the great stories yet to be told, if you just walk past this opportunity, that's a life that will be changed, and that's a story. That and a whole lot of lives will be changed if we don't close that rift. Yeah, yeah, it's... How, did he say how, like, time-sensitive this thing was? I, like, go up to him and just grab him by the neck, and I go, Listen, boy, oh. I don't want to be stuck. As a dumb dwarf for the rest of my life. <laughs> let's get this done with. Just think of it as... I said, let's get this done with. And I'll just start, like, gripping it tighter and tighter. Uh-huh. His dwarven beard and hair just kind of bristles all over as he's getting angry. You might think this is some kind of play or, you know, something to impress your dad, but I don't have that dad to impress. I have a full-time job back at the <laughs> barn. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Like, jeez, just... Just chill out, man. I'm just trying to, you know, get into character. If, if would, would would this dwarf go help that dwarf? I don't know. But fine, we'll just go to the rift. This isn't some kind of game. I mean, we're here for a reason. We might as well do make the most of it as we can. No, no we shouldn't. We should get done and be done with this whole stupid thing. 
So listen, shut up. Keep walking like a little dwarf. And let's get this done. <laughs> I go, I like this one. <laughs> I, I'm a little, like, dejected. Uh-huh. I feel, I feel like, oh, like, I really thought this was my opportunity to... Shine? Or just, like, make an influence. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something that's worth telling people about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I, I kind of just, like, back off, and I, I know I'm going to let him take the lead for this mission. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's fine. We'll, we'll just lead the way then. I'll follow you. All right. So you guys get up to the keep and there are little groups of people gathered outside the keep in like 10 or 11 kind of sizes, just kind of scattered different segments. They're all kind of congregating and talking and the, it's kind of boisterous and loud a little bit, but you get up to the door and, uh, there's a uh, dwarven woman kind of standing there looking over the kind of the grounds outside the keep kind of pensively. Hmm. Can I, uh, can I help? Can I help you? Do we talk in dwarf? Like, would they, if we talk normally, or we, sure. like, do our uh, voices change? You, you, you're not sure, but you understand what or she's saying. Or should I just try a dwarf voice, even though... Just go for it. Just Well, I'm asking if, if the appearance does change our voice, then I'm just going to talk normally. But if it doesn't, then I'll try and do a dwarf voice. It doesn't. But it doesn't. yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't get a dwarf voice automatically, sure. but you do okay. understand what she's saying. Is if you were speaking, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Um, I'm just, I know that I can't speak or try and change my voice like that, so I'm just gonna point at the some of my plumbing tools and be like, and move through toilets. Oh, you just yell at toilets. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I hear her say toilets very elf like. <laughs> toilets. <And I'm, laughs> Me and my toilets. Whatever the toilets. I didn't say Southern Belle. I just, oh, t- toilets. I did. I did. How does an elf say toilets? I did plan toilets. Oh, the toilets. Are I don't know. Like, think of how like Galadriel would say toilets. That's okay. Okay. Toilets. Toilets. <laughs> toilets. Ew. I I, I kind of step forward. I go. Oh, oh, uh, 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 pardon us. Um, I'm the four of us are here to. Uh, fix the leak down in the keep. Oh, there's a leak? Oh, yeah, my big one. Well, I didn't even know. Uh, all right, well, uh, I guess co- come along. Um, name's Revel. Revel. Aye. It's a pleasure to meet you. We are from uh, Lockstock and Two Smoking Plumbers. Oh, I- I'd never heard of it. I- the time I spent with the the plumbing guild, I didn't. I never saw the like you for. Uh, no, we were just recently acquired. By oh. the Plumbers Guild. It was a hostile takeover. Uh, that's why there's four of us. There was two. Then they took us over. Now there's four. That's a lot of information. Well, it's a very legitimate <laughs> business we're running. So if, if you ask me questions, I'll tell you about our legitimate business. But if you don't want it, it's, let's just go to the uh, to the leak, I think. Can you just, for my sake, roll a performance Absolutely. check or a persuasion? Whatever you want. Yes. Uh, 19. Okay. She's, she's like, oh, all right. That sounds important to me. And that was a long time ago when I was with them. So come on, I'll, I'll show you the way. And she starts to guide you through the the the, the keep. Mm-hmm. It's very decorative, very ornate. Helena, you're even though you know this isn't Elven work. Yeah, it still is incredibly like elegant. Though it's kind of more function. You know what I mean than anything. Yes. But it's like it's like very well made, like very precise. That's I think it's word. quaint. 
Yeah. Okay. That they would that they would be so fancy, but then like make it useful. <laughs> yeah. It's quaint. Yeah, yeah. So are, we're getting escorted then. Yep. Okay. If if it's possible, can I say something to the three of them, kind of like under under my breath, so we're not everyone would hear. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's kind of real close to you guys, and she's kind of yammering on about her time, like in the different guilds, learning and stuff. So okay, she's not really looking though. She's just kind of expecting you all to follow. I'm gonna turn. Uh, and kind of like slow down my pace so that she outpaces us. Okay. If she's got her back to us. Yeah. And when she gets up, you know, 10 feet away or something, um, I just still walking very slow just to keep up. But I say, uh, if, if your dwarf voice isn't very good, just maybe I should do the talking, but we'll just fix the leak. I, I, I'd say that to, uh, to Edward. Correct. Toilets. <laughs> Maybe I should do the talking. Toilets. Okay. <laughs> and then we, I, I immediately go and, like, hustle to catch back up. Okay, and you hear her going, but what's a girl to do? I don't know. It was just a difficult time in our lives. Oh, everyone goes through those moments. Really? I, it can be very challenging, yes. Hmm. But hang in there. I'm sure you'll do great. I guess it's hard for me to know what common dwarves deal with, but I, I'm trying to learn, I suppose. So what race is she? Dwarf. Okay. Okay. But she's like a dwarven noble. Gotcha. Okay. That's definitely wearing like more than like nice robes and stuff. Gotcha. I follow closer. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Queen. Uh, you guys go down a couple different flight of stairs uh, and she continues to tell her about being with this guild and that guild. They kind of run the nobles through like the, the, the whole rung of all the different different groups within the city so they can learn their trade and try and get to know the common common folk. Um, oh, yes, the common folk. As uh, she's walking over to uh, these kind of like, it, it's you've now kind of entered like a not as nice part of the uh, mm-hmm. the place, but yeah. it's it's more, it's it's not that it's less nice, it's that it's less decorative. That's what I should say. Okay. It's more natural stone, not not painted. But this st- isn't for presentation. This is purely. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it is still, it still is very presentable, but it's not as uh gaudy you know what okay. i mean it's more re- respectful you know what i mean this is we're getting to the the crypt where they keep their their dead and so it's it's where they're honored and so that they don't want to bejewel it does that make sense yeah the um that would, bejewel- that would be that would be disingenuous to their lives yes i get yeah. it they'll bejewel everything else though um the gold is meant to be seen you know the yeah. um anyway <laughs> they uh you guys get there and there's there's these kind of two cellar doors and she says, if there's a leak, I'm sure it's coming from inside the crypt there. And then you hear glass shatter. What was that? Uh, it's from behind where you guys had come from. Ooh. And from the glass shattering, you hear the sound of kind of like a mob, basically. Mm. Revel, that didn't sound good. No, it didn't. Uh, they, the city's been kind of in a uh, bit of an uproar lately with different groups getting angered at the, at the keep and feeling like they're treated like lessers and uh, upset with their station and uh, I, I don't know what's going on I, I've got to go find out can you can you go on yourselves uh, can you get can you get through without having to go past whatever that sound is can you go around I don't know I, I just uh, I'm, I'm part of the royal family I, I need to try and lead the people even if it's a difficult situation yes so yes you do behind us is the crypt. <laughs> Correct? Yes, I. Okay. Edward, can you escort her back back to the staircase past whatever that sound was? No. Eli, 
I'm going to the crypt. I will escort you to the stairs. All right. I did. If so, there's something down here, it might be dangerous. Well, all right. I, I, I'm. I, I mean, I did spend some time with the the warrior guild. I, I thought I told you that on our walk. Oh, you did. You did. But if there's if there's a whole lot of them, it could be very dangerous. Well, all right. So, uh, so you guys go walking back up the stairs. Just her and I. Just her and just her like and you. two. And once we get to the point where I'm certain she's out of danger, mm-hmm. that's when like I'll release her and then I'll go back. Okay. Um, I'm gonna like uh, grab his hand before he leaves. I'm just gonna give him like a make it first. I we're here for the job, uh-huh. and I like I nod at you, understanding what you're putting down. Okay, um, as you kind of get up to the stairs. Bye, Revel. Oh my! <laughs> I slap her in the mouth. No, <laughs> Watch your place. <laughs> you grab my hand. Watch. <laughs> Do not strike a noble. Um, <laughs> as you start to get up the stairs, the sound of the commotion gets louder and louder until you get into like an open area, and you actually start to see that guards are rushing through the hall, and there are uh, people, dwarven people, surging in. And there's almost a whole civil war happening in this. As you start to get closer and closer, you start to actually see it. You're behind groups of guards and things, but there's glass on the floors and uh, the doors have been broken through. Like, it just is, it's all mayhem. Okay. And then you hear Beta contacting you in your head, says, something's happening. You you have to get to the rift. Quickly. I... Ignore Beta. I don't respond to him. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I say, uh, go find someplace safe. Uh, we'll 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 go do our job, and but we'll be okay. Oh, all right. Uh, I I can't believe this is happening. You should go be with the rest of the nobility and, and help out up there. And a guard comes over and says, Revel, come with me. Great. And she kind of goes. And I just like immediately just like run back down the stairs. Back down the yeah. cr- okay. Uh, I find the three of them back at the door and say, uh, guys, we have company up there. Uh, well, then let's go yeah. and do this thing. Wow. I'm just trying to relay information, and she's very indignant. Yeah, we got it. Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All uh, right. I swing the door to the crypt up. Okay, you guys swing the door to the crypt, and you step in, and suddenly things feel odd. Uh, like, uh, the whole, as you start to step down the stairs... The pr- you start to feel like kind of a weight as you as you're walking down, and then Beta says, "Wait, so- something's wrong. The- this isn't the crypt. The, uh, the rift open. What? Reception's bad down here, buddy. Late. Get out. I think he, he. I think he said the rift is open. Yeah, that's what I heard too. And then you don't hear. Then he gets completely gone. Beta. Uh, Does anybody else feel funny? Beta. Beta." Beta, buddy. Snake. I pull out. I pull, I, I pull out my stone, and palm it, and say it's elemental time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! And then you, your oh, uh, ritual we, armor. Well, well, is is it time for is that? Is it time? Are we doing this? Wait, are we fighting? I'm doing it. How okay. long does it last? Yeah. It lasts a solid like hour. Do we have a sense of where the rift is inside here? Um, you have no sense of anything. No sense of anything. Other than that, it feels the, the presence. You're in a hallway now at this point. Okay. Explain, like, describe the surroundings. It's just a hallway? Stone-like. Yeah, yeah, So it just goes one direction? Any doors off mm-hmm. to the side or not, just not, a door not, at the not end? Not yet. Yeah. No. 
It's, it's illuminated so we can see? Um, it's kind of dark, but uh, your suit at least is illuminated. I'm running so. forward. Running forward? Running forward. He runs forward. <sighs> Safe. Well, uh, great stories to be told, and I run after him. Okay. All right. Did you suit up? No. Okay. And the you two? Are you running yeah. after? Yeah, I'll fall. I gracefully jog. Okay. Float. Yes. I hover. All right. You eventually reach a T intersection. I go right. right. No hesitation. No hesitation? No hesitation. All right. Do you guys all follow him? How far behind are we? He's, he probably only got like... 15 feet in front of you guys before you started like going after him but it's a straight line we would see which direction he took mm-hmm. okay and, and the suit's kind of illuminated with uh, like a little bit of a glow okay I follow yeah. the red glow around the corner yeah yeah okay Eli please roll me a uh, dexterity saving throw 24 what he's a monk dude dang okay as you're running uh, and you turn the corner a trap door opens right underneath you and you're able to, at the very last minute, purchase your hand on the edge of the trap door. It's like a five foot by five foot opening in the in the. So before the fall, I put my hand. Mm-hmm. So I keep myself from going. No, forward no, no. Into it? You fall and you grab the edge. Oh, of it. okay. Yeah, okay. you're able to like save yourself from falling. Gotcha. Yeah, into gotcha. A, a room about like a 15 foot drop into a large dark room beneath you. Okay. I run forward and I try and like grab his hand, but I know I'm not very strong. So, uh, guys, please, please help me. Please help me. All right. I put my arms around Terrence's waist and pull backwards. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna. All right. It doesn't, it's not hard. You guys are able to pick him up and pull him back. That's not like a a, a thing you need to roll for. Great. And, uh, you get him out of there. And as you get him out of there, the, the, uh, trap door shuts. Like resets? Resets again. Hey. Maybe we should check for traps. Idiot. It's a group activity. <laughs> How about you just wait for the rest of us? Maybe the group should follow closer? Uh, hey. Yeah, maybe you should fall into a trap again. That'd be real great, wouldn't it? I don't have any time for this. I go back the other way. Well, wait, you're go back leaving? the other way? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, Remember, you're pro-devil. So you gotta you help. Yeah. Okay, when you turn around, you're met with a flat wall. Oh, oh so I'm, I'm committed to going this way now. Like, as soon as you turn the corner back where you had turned before, yeah. there's just a dead end there. Hey, when you come back this way, be sure to not step on the trap door. Wait, just yeah. just so I'm clear, we walk down a hallway, T-intersection left and right. Mm-hmm. Is the left path still available? Yes. But just the way we came is blocked? Yes. Like, okay. like if you turn down, yep. it's blocked. Like, okay. like a section and then blocked. Yeah, okay. gotcha. I and thought it, it was completely blocked. And it looks like it wasn't a cave-in. It looks like a formed part of this hallway has magically appeared mm-hmm. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen something like this before. Is it possible for me to, like, make an intelligence saving throw? Like, that's how you, like... Or, like, like, seen what like this before? History on stone? Well, so I have the ability to, like, manifest fake-looking walls. I can, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Create illusor- illusory barriers. Yeah. Um, I, like, put my hand on it. Uh, it's there. Solid. Mm-hmm. Can I make a, a, a attempt to, like disbelieve it like see past the ruse uh sure okay yeah i think it's intelligence to like see, yeah go ahead and make an intelligence i don't think it's our i mean i don't think it's our perception okay let's do a perception check you can do perception uh that's a crit fail <laughs> it's 100 percent a wall to you okay. this, this is a real wall okay 
Cool. Nothing to disbelieve. Glad I used it there. Okay. So, um... Do you let us know it's a wall? Yeah, I, I turn back around and say, uh, this wall just appeared, but it wasn't built, or there's no... It, it's just here. Like, we can't go back. We're, we're trapped. Well... I mean, uh, you're not dwarves anymore, by the way. Oh, we're not. The minute you start walking down the stairs, the dwarf. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, get this off of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure once we like save the day or whatever, we'll get out of here. So we just got to like get stuff done. I don't know. One time I got locked in the vault and I had to wait until my dad showed up and then he yelled at me in front of everybody. I kind of feel like that's where we're at. I don't think your dad even knows you're here, so... Probably not. <laughs> He's probably Can not going to yell so at you. So beyond the trap uh, door to the floor, there there isn't a hallway beyond that as well. So you've there got... is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did yeah. you just run back the other way? You're the worst. Did you think that the trap in the floor was, like, against a dead end? No, I just okay, figured right. it was, like... Don't go that way. Oh, the trap's <laughs> like, stop going this way. We, we don't want it. you to continue. Yeah, we can jump it. Yeah, it's okay. not a massive trap. Yeah. But, yeah. Five feet is But, pretty. Dan, did you commit to go the other way? I did. I wanted to know what was down the left hallway. Okay. Then why'd you as, run right originally? As as you're running past it, I'm going to shout at you to check for traps. Uh, Come on, Eli. Check for traps. He's got his power suit. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. mean he's immune to traps. I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep going. Okay. Uh, you went back down the left hallway? Yep. Yeah. And everybody's following the crazy man? No. No? I'm, I'm still mind blown at this wall that got put there. So I'm just like trying to reassess and then figure out if we either go past the trap door, how, like how we get past it. Okay. Because I'm going to assume I can't jump it. Um, or, but if he's running left, I'm, I'm going to be more cautious because of the trap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you reach a turn. Okay. Do you take it? Is it my only option? Yep. Only way forward? Yeah. Yep. And then as you turn, uh, you're met with stairs going downward. Is it, are they lit? Uh, same kind of like, I guess, dark yeah. glow. Like All the, right. You're able, I'm going to give you dark vision in your armor. So. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to go down the do. stairs. Sword in hand. Okay. Do um, you tell anybody what you're doing? I just assume people are following me. Okay, but you guys, I get you guys to don't follow him. Is that right? I want to get to the action. Okay. So while he's doing that, what are you guys doing? I want to... There, are there, like, maybe loose stones or anything nearby? Or is this a pretty clean hallway? Um, it's not clean. It's definitely, like, underground. Okay. Could I find, like, a heavier stone and toss it on the trap door? Yeah. Okay. I do that. All right. The trap door unhinges and its stone falls. Immediately opens again. Okay. Yeah. And then it slowly starts to close. Well, uh, if we, we're going to have to either jump or create some kind of bridge to get past this thing, or we go the other direction. And I kind of turn to gesture that way, and I see there's only two people I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going the other direction. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Humans. All right, so you guys follow after him? Sure. Okay. Um, and you guys... I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm moving not, slow. Yeah, I'm not running. Okay. I'm moving slow. Okay. Um, and I'm I'll, being very cautious. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure and give you guys chances to roll perception cool. if there's something to be worried about. Thank you. Um, you turn a corner, and you're met with a hallway continuing to go forward. Cool. We continue. No sign of your buddy. All right, and then we cut back to you. Yep. As you go down the first flight of stairs, you're met with a flat surface going off in either direction, left and right, and another 
downward flight of stairs in front of you. So I can go forward or left or right? Yep. All right. At that point, I'm... One takes you down, and one takes you left and right. Uh, I am going to pause for a second. <laughs> look, look behind me hmm. to okay. see if anybody's there. Nobody's coming after you. Uh... Don't don't stop yourself now. Uh, I'm going <laughs> Go to Let's see. Does the left or right stay on the same floor? It looks like. Yep, the left and right are on the same floor, and there is a very very subtle glow coming from the left, like an oh, orangish glow. That's, that definitely means. I'm gonna go that. left. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, light! I will follow the light. So you go left. Now you guys are met with a uh, a straight hallway. Into a it op- that opens up into a larger room. All right, I walk forward again with trepidation, but I say he must he must be in here. Okay, and the room opens up into it's it's got a massive uh, ceiling reaching up, kind of gets shadowed, and there's large web-like things going into the corners of the room, and there's a couple different little pods uh, in some uh, of the corners, and there's a lot of webs up near the ceiling area. Okay. Um, but it's okay. very shadowed up there, very dark. The whole place is really dark, but it's super dark up there. Um, the room is about uh, 30 by 30 feet. Okay. And there are two exits to this room, both of which are covered in very massive amounts of thick webbing. And I, uh, I want everyone in that room to roll me a perception check. Perception? Nope. Uh, 16. 18. Okay. Um, you guys don't sense anything in the room with you. Okay. Um, let's cut back to Eli. Yep. Um, you're moving towards the glow. You, the The hallway you're in turns right, and there to the left there's a door. If you get to the corner and you look right, it feeds into a larger room further down the hall uh-huh. that's lit, and you can hear some subtle voices back there. I go towards the voices. Okay. You go down the hallway about 20 feet until it opens up into a room. Um, I'm assuming you're being cautious and not just, yep. like, running in. Yep. And uh, there is one short, gray-skinned creature with white with a white beard. Kind of looks like a dwarf, but a little not like a dwarf. And like, it's a, like a deformed dwarf? Like he's changed in some not way? Not really deformed, but okay. definitely not like what you would expect to see of a dwarf. Yeah, okay. yeah. And he's leaning over a, uh, a, a figure that's not moving on a table. And it looks like he's got some instruments that he's working on the figure with. And he's kind of mumbling to himself. And um, speaking in a language you don't understand. And, what language? Uh, you don't know. Because I speak too. Do you speak under common? Nope. Okay. Then you kind of hear the voice of other creatures in the room with him. They're uh, like responding to him. Do I see the other creatures? You'd have to move closer. And I'm gonna, I'd have to, I'll make you roll a stealth check if you want to get it. It's up. a wide open room. Mm-hmm. But, but a lot of it is to the left like as you move through. So, like, the way, that you, the way you can see it, there's, uh-huh. like, an angled wall uh-huh. that cuts through the room. But then the rest of it is just cuts right to the left. Okay. So you'd have to, like, get to the doorway to see what's on the other side. Gotcha. So from the hallway, you can see... Does it sound like the voices are all next to each other? They're all... They all feel relatively close. Yeah, yeah, Not and like... the other side of the room. Yeah. So I can see the one guy. Mm-hmm. Have to Doing get... something to a body. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll creep forward. Okay, go and roll me a stealth check. And your power suit. Seven. Seven? All right. You're not accustomed to wielding scimitars, and one of them ends up scraping along the wall as you're moving and causing kind of like a shh. And immediately all the voices stop, 
and you start hearing footsteps moving towards the hallway. Uh, is there anything to hide behind? No. You, the, the last thing to hide behind was the corner that you went about 20 feet back. So I'm totally exposed out in the open. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what you get. Mm-hmm. Okay, they <laughs> spot you. Okay. Because uh, you took too long to decide what to do. <laughs> they spot you, and you hear a voice go, and um, you hear some kind of like movement happening. Surprise! And one of them's looking at you, like angrily. Licking um, his lips. <laughs> all right, cutting back to you guys. Um, the room. A large spider descends from the ceiling and immediately becomes visible. It was mm. previously invisible. Ooh. And with its uh, legs, it grabs Terrence and hoists him back up into the ceiling with him. All the while being rowed by a small, gray-skinned creature with a white beard that is now laughing. (laughs) And the spider grabs you and hoists you back up. Terrence! And now I want everybody here to roll initiative. Everybody! Everybody rolls initiative. Everybody! Oh, read the split party thing. Yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Are you doing it like that? 19. 22. 17. 18. 18. Oh. All right, Terrence, you're first. Okay. So we are in the uh, the tall room. Okay. And you are in the arms of a giant spider. Okay, I'm getting pulled to the ceiling. Yes. Okay. I'm going to cast Blade Ward on myself. Okay. Or are my, my hands are free? Yes, but you'll need a DC 12 to escape. Again, I just it's think... A gra- it's, a, you're, it's basically a grapple. You're in a grapple. I, f- I feel like... I'm not strong enough to overcome any type of restraint attack <laughs> against me. Um, I, strength is not my forte, so um, I would probably just roll with it for the time being. All right. Um, but I'm going to cast Blade Ward on myself, and I, I kind of shout down as I'm getting pulled up. I say, uh, "Who who's the best fighter? Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I would say one more time, none of you are in your armor. Oh, yes. Great. So... <laughs> um, I'm going to a bardically inspire Edward. Okay, okay cool. So um, I have a song prepared. Oh, yes. All right. Yes. So you'll have a very nice echo up in the yeah, ceiling in of this room. <laughs> the acoustic's so nice. Up there. Yeah, yeah. The webbing does a really good job of just like yeah. holding in sound. So um, I kind of <clears throat> clear my throat. I say, uh, I'm going to help you, gnome. But, uh, so be sure to try and help me. And I close my eyes. I just say, kill me. <laughs> and I say, Twin food il ex our winds, gif al uli sus mul. I only know the song in Infernal. Orti haf ulv, hafer tal zul, hafurli wisri zasul. That's I'll Make a Man Out of You by Donny Osmond from the soundtrack <laughs> Mulan. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And, uh, in Infernal. In, set to no music. Correct. Set to no More music. like a slam poem than anything, but. <laughs> I, the rhythm gets weird because it's not the right, <laughs> right amount of syllables. Right. So. That's awesome. And now it is Helena's turn. Um, I grab my crystal. Okay. And I say, it's elemental time. And your armor. Sweet. Comes about you. And we'll call that a bonus action. Oh, okay. If you want to do something. Then, yes, I would like to firebolt the. Thingy. The spider? Yeah. Uh, 15. That's a hit. 10. 
Nice. Wind swirls about you, and you get this armor that gets on, and immediately you shoot up a firebolt, mm-hmm. which hits the spider-like creature and starts to burn away some of these cool. thick webbing. Good. And next we have Eli. Does, does the web he's ascending on snap? No. Okay. Oh, I forgot that I had changed just my summer colors. Sorry. Before I oh, nice. switched. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. A lot of summer colors, armor, firebolt. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like the beat for beat. Eli, we are back now in the hallway, and you've got three little creatures that are aware of your presence and don't seem happy about it. All right. In Abyssal, I say to them, if you serve the devil, then we are on the same side. But if you are a demon, prepare to meet your fate. Wait, roll a persuasion check. Oh, it was a 19, then it rolled to a one. Okay, uh, you seem to enrage them further. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Just where you want them. (laughs) (laughs) Angry. Meanwhile, (laughs) back in the spider room, Edward, you just heard a song. I was going to say beautiful, but you heard a song. (laughs) How dare you? Sung to you in a language you don't understand. Do you understand it? It's a beautifully complicated language. Infernal. Oh, no, I don't. It's the only way I know the song. Sounds like a... But dishwasher. you somehow feel bolstered. Sounds like a dishwasher. It's fine. I'm just trying my best over here, guys. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I love it, Reed. Okay, I'm somehow inspired by that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use uh, Eldritch Blast on the spider. Cool. Uh, 23. That is a hit. Uh, three. So you feel inspired by the music, and you shoot a little orb. A magical orb. It can be uh, kind of big. Okay. <laughs> like a right, basketball? A little tiny fleck a of little, light. A little baby just a boop. All right. You shoot an awesome orb <laughs> like of power. Like a spirit bomb. Just boom. <laughs> ah! And you hit the spider. And after two hits like that, I'm going to actually have it roll. Nope. It doesn't drop. It doesn't drop your buddy. And after taking that hit, it's able to hold Terrence in its arms. And it's going to make a bite against you. Okay. 11? Miss. Okay. You're able to somehow avoid getting bit by this creature. That I'm I think bobbing and weaving. It's and, and the fire is taking out some of the webbing. It's losing some of its grip. It's kind of... Um, and you can hear the creature that's sitting on its neck kind of like cursing under its breath. Uh, I guess you don't know that it's cursing, but just like... You know? <laughs> is it that undercommon too? Mm-hmm. Can I hear it? Uh, sure. I can. You know undercommon? Yeah. Nice. I have unruly... People at my bar. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, he uh, has to know if they're cursing at him. You know it's cursing up okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Hey, he's cursing. <laughs> he said cursed. He's, he said some cursing. He said words. a he said naughty a sw- word. He said some swears? <laughs> he said some swears up there. Get some money from him for the swear jar. Yeah. All right, and then we're going to cut back to Eli, and the three creatures are now going to run towards you and start trying to attack. <laughs> hey, Dan, I'll just tell you what. You put your suit on first, and you're ready. So why not? Why not? Let's do Shoot it. Shoot your shot, you know? You, you know, Hillary, Hillary Duff sings a song about that. Shoot your shot? Yeah. No, what, why not? That's actually one of my uh, why not? upcoming why hits. Not? Take a crazy chance. Take a crazy chance. <laughs> As they run down the hallway towards you, yeah. you see uh, some kind of psionic energy coalesce in their hands and form swords. Oh. Um, and right. the first one attacks you for 20. Ooh. Okay, okay. And it's going to do, yep, just seven force damage. All right. And then the next one's coming at you, 22 and four damage. Okay. And then the third one, 16. Nope. 
Okay. So that one misses. Mm. So they come down the hallway, all three of them, and the first two are able to kind of catch you as you're trying to, like, figure out what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And they both att- they both are able to make, make a hit on you with their kind of these psionic blades. Okay. And the third one coming in just ends up missing. You're a little more ready for him. Then we're going to cut back to Terrence. Yep. What's the plan? You're still being held in the spider. How high, how high above the ground am I? You're 50 feet in the air. That's unfortunate. Almost guaranteed death. Or... Maybe even death. Um, <laughs> Don't tell the spider that. Okay. I reach into my bag and I pull out a little bit of like white paint that I have in a little like tin container. Okay. And I rub it on my nose and above my eyebrows. And I say the words, Why voli kalku zalki kawiz alul? Which means we're going to be best friends. <laughs> and I cast the, the spell Friends on him. It's like a mini charm, isn't it? Yes. Uh, creature of choice, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah. I just have, like, advantage on charisma checks, so I could, like, try to convince him to okay. put me down. Convince the spider? Yeah. Does it have to understand your language? Doesn't say. But it can understand your nonverbals. It, yeah. It's, it's an important, say, it's cool. an important part of communication. It. it catches your tone. Okay. Uh, and your facial expression. So I can say what I want to say? Yeah, go for it. Okay. You're going to roll a persuasion? Yes. All right. Hey, buddy, you've got the wrong idea. There's been a horrible mix-up. Why don't you put me down and we can talk about this real quick? Because I think we don't mean you any harm. That is a 19. Okay. Uh, you get a sense from the spider, like it doesn't want to bite you. Mm-hmm. But it wants to, like, cradle you still. So and it's not going to, like... Slowly descend back to the ground where it can release me freely. I don't know that that's what it's going to do. Okay. As a bonus action. Yes, please. I would like to bardically inspire Helena. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, just same song. I'm not going to say it all again. Helena, you've been inspired. Do I get a D6? D6, yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. Okay. On the spider. 17. That is a hit. Sweet. That would be nine damage. Cool. Is there a chain effect to that, or is it just that it um, may, you may, the bolt maintains? So you yes. Can cast it. Yeah. It, the spell ends if I use my action to do anything else. Otherwise, I, it just every time I deal 1d12 to it. Okay. So you extend your hand forward, and an arc of lightning bursts forth and connects with the spider mm-hmm. and doesn't dissipate and mm-hmm. maintains. Mm-hmm. So it's lit the entire room up Ooh, like with a kind lightning. of like blue glow. Yeah, mm-hmm. of lightning. Yeah, yeah. All right. Back in the hallway, surrounded by three dwarves. Eli, what are you thinking? Well, I have my ritual simtar, so... You have two. Yeah. I'm gonna focus on one that hit me. Okay. That was a crit fail. Oh, man, I'm really sorry. Feels bad, man. Uh, So you swing your sword to try and attack it, Mm -hmm. and you drop one of your scimitars. Okay. So you only have one now, and the other one's between the feet of the guys who are fighting Okay. And that's going to end your turn completely. Mm. And it feels bad. It does feel bad. <laughs> Edward. How far up are they? 50 feet is what? Oh, 50. Yes, okay. they're 50 okay. feet up. And they're not, like, at the peak of the ceiling. So you're... Okay. Still going up. Yeah. You're, you're not going up any further, but oh, you're resting gotcha. there. Like, there are webs and stuff that are kind of, like, filling the ceiling area. Uh, I'm going to do another blast. Awesome. Spider. Uh, 18. That's a hit. Is that nine? Yeah, nine damage. Okay. 
So a ball of energy. Big ball. Big, big ball. Big one. And you blast it forth, and it rides like through the lightning bolt that uh, Helen is maintaining Strong. and strikes into the – it goes into the spider with kind of like a crunch. And the spider just – its legs go go limp. My and friend. falls to the ground. Can I try and grab the webbing? Sure. Roll me a, a dexterity saving throw. You should go inside the spider. Like a tauntaun. Yeah. Fall with it. <laughs> I didn't even think that that was – I totally forgot about him falling. That's what I've been trying to avoid this whole time. He's, yeah. been, he's been having a lot of panic attacks over there. <laughs> saving throws. Yes! I'm proficient with dexterity saving throws. Uh, I crit failed. Oh, man. Okay. All right. These things happen. You got to fall. That's fine. And die. So you fall 50 feet with the spider. All right, man. 18. Okay. Are you perma-dead? That depends, DM. Uh... If you want to include my blade ward that I cast earlier and consider this bludgeoning damage, I mean, it absolutely it is, is bludgeoning it is damage. Bludgeoning. Okay. Then I would take half that because I'm resistant to it. Okay. And take nine, and I am unconscious. I have exactly nine hit points. So I rolled enough to perma kill you. Perma kill me. Jeez. Okay. All right. <laughs> what have I done with my, with my. You just start throwing magic. <laughs> I can't. Tell All right. You collapse on the ground beneath the spider okay. and guts everywhere and a very angry dwarf on top of it. A dwarf-like creature with gray skin that's angry. And it is now his turn, the dwarf who just fell with the spider. Bring it. So he is going to use his war pick. And he's going to jump off the spider as it falls, using its momentum to roll, and then attack. I'm actually going to make him roll a dex. Doesn't feel right to... Oh, he's good. That was a really good roll. Okay. So he's able to kind of save from the fall, and he's going to immediately come at you there, Edward. Okay. 21. Yep. That's six piercing damage. Uh, can I use my reaction to this? or? Yeah, what's your reaction? Uh, can I use Infernal Ringleader? What does that do? Uh, as a reaction, when this creature is hit by an attack, it can choose one ally. It can see within five feet of it and cause that ally to be hit by that attack instead. <laughs> okay. That one. All right. That's actually really smart. No, you're not. I know, I'm not. You guys aren't even friends yet. I think it makes perfect She's sense. also armored up, isn't she? Yes, I am. Oh, it's elemental time for you? Yeah, I oh. did elemental time when we saw the spider. So you take oh, right. six piercing damage, and then plus six poison damage. So the dude drops with the spider, rolls off, immediately swings his war pick at the gnome, who somehow uses his magic to redirect the attack and make it hit you. So I took 12 total? Mm-hmm. You're shifting your momentum or something. That's 12 cool. damage. I just imagine like kind of like a magical barrier mm-hmm. with his hands and he just kind of like moves it. Very like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to cut back to the hallway and these three guys are going to continue trying to just overwhelm you. Mm. Okay. The first one totally misses. He swings his sword and you're able to avoid taking the damage. Second one rolls a 17. Nope. Okay, and then the third one, though, rolls a 25. Uh, I guess. And you take five damage. All right, Terrence. Okay, that's saving throw. Ten. Okay, that's a success. Yep. Uh, Helena, you're up. There's a mean, shadow-looking dwarf that just smacked you with a pick, and your buddy is somewhere underneath the dead spider. Um, I'm going to go to the spider and try and get him out from under it. 
Okay, you're gonna dig out from under the spider. Yeah. Do I have Do I have to walk past the the door guard again? You have to, to him? disengage with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have mo- that bonus action. I can teleport. Oh yeah, your face step. Yeah. Yeah. So then I could still do something. Yeah, it's a bonus action. Yeah, you can yeah. still do an action and get him out of the from under the spider. Yeah. Okay, that's what I want to do. Okay. So you magically teleport to the other side of the spider, so you're yeah. totally like... Yeah, have fun with this, him by yourself. This large creature in between you and the other two. Yep. And then you're able to kind of sift underneath it and find an unconscious Terrence. Yeah. Uh, who seems kind of broken yeah. a little bit from yeah. the fall. Yeah. Then it is Eli's turn in the hallway. Oh. You got one sword. But Can you're I equip up. one of my other swords in my offhand? So I have two again? Yes, but that, I'll make that like a bonus action, I suppose. Okay, so as my action, I'm going to attack one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Uh, 28 to hit. 28 is a hit. Nine damage. Nine damage. That's with your... Uh, with my ritual scimitar. ritual scimitar. Yep. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to equip my short sword. Good job. So you're, you're able, despite the fact that you're not doing super well, the armor is making you feel kind of like invincible. Oh, yeah. Like these guys are really coming at you and you don't really feel like they're doing much. I have little regard for my own life. Anyways. And then you're just able to just slice into one real deep. And he super feels it and kind of backs off a little bit from the impact. And the other two kind of like, it, they kind of come a little more serious. Okay. You know what I mean? And then we're going to come back. Edward. It's you and it's you and the Duergar on the same side of the this spider. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel that pain in my chest again, and I think mm-hmm. it, something's impressing upon you. It's impressing upon me that I helped you the first time. Don't be an idiot. Use the stone because mm-hmm. um, that damage coming in, I will not last a round of that. So uh-huh. uh, I'm gonna just kind of like. Uh, so I'm not till time. <laughs> you put both like, your hands out? Yeah, forward. but they're like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to okay. have to. In a very, like... Embarrassed way. Trying to be a dad. And like, oh, it's more from time. <laughs> <laughs> not enthusiastic. All right. And after your non-enthusiastic statement, the armor bursts to life all across you, like being just magical and goldish, kind of yellow, awesome armor with kind of rocks and stone making up kind Thank of some the of visual. the texture of so. the shoulder blades and the plate can i use my weapon yeah or is that my i'm gonna make it out a bonus action okay cool um i'm gonna use my ritual mall that the armor's homebrew by the way that's not in the book <laughs> i'm gonna use my mall to attack the the guy cool uh 25 25 is a hit for sure uh 14 cool and I say some curse words and under common too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. all right. So even worse curse words. He was he feeling said. pretty confident that he could take you because you just looked kind of small and non. You're just wearing nice clothes, right? Yeah. You're not even wearing I'm a like gentleman armor. Yeah. <laughs> so he he was very very confident, and then all of a sudden your body is covered by this awesome armor, and you've got this helmet on now with kind of like glowing yellow eyes peering through the visor, and then you smack him with this with this magical hammer that's formed in your hand and it totally like catches him off guard um and you just you hear bones cracking as you slam it into his side then it's his turn and despite all the damage he's still standing and he's not done so he's gonna try and attack you this time and make sure it hits you with his war pick (laughs) well he's not gonna make sure the nine with the first swing 
and a 22 with the second. Yes. Eight piercing damage and five poison damage. He comes at you with the pick first, but he's still feeling the, the damage in his side, and he kind of misses, and then he swings on the upswing and is able to just catch you on the side. And then we were back in the hallway. After showing your kind of display of strength and not really showing any kind of wavering at their attacks, they all kind of assume a more serious posture. And all at once, all three of them enlarge. They all whisper some words under their breath, and they all begin to grow in size. Game recognized game. <laughs> until they're until they're almost filling the hallway, all three of them kind of around you. The there's enough room connected f- as one or no no each at, individually each individually okay. they're all they're all now large creatures okay yeah yeah and that's their turn and then Terrence okay roll it roll it my man six okay one against Helena we're back to you okay uh, you've got your buddy who's unconscious on the ground you just pulled him out of the spider yeah, I want to sustain him okay so I need to roll a medicine check right yeah that's how I do it. That's a six. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you may have been inspired. Oh, <laughs> that's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, still not enough to you. You no. don't have any kind of medical training. I have as no a, idea what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So you don't. You <laughs> no don't. Idea. You don't really know how to stop bleeding or how to heal wounds. The armor that was on him is completely gone, by the way. Or yeah. you never put it on. He hasn't put it on. Never mind. Can I just shove a po- like pe- potion of healing into his mouth? Yeah, you could do that. But Next you just spend an action. Yeah, no. I know. I'm just asking. <laughs> she unrolls a bandage and as it unfurls, she's like, ew. <laughs> she's kind of really daintily trying I'm to I'm not like, prissy. I just put have his legs a, back in the right shape. I have an appreciation for fancy things. I'm not prissy. Sure. But his his breath is getting like slower and slower. Well, I'm oh. trying, but yeah. I don't have any medical training, and you made me roll his medicine. Stinks, and you're like, oh gosh, what? <laughs> he acts noble, but he doesn't brush his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eli, you are yeah. now facing three large creatures. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my body's ready. Okay, I'm gonna go for the one that I heard already. Uh, 13 to hit. 13 is a miss. All right. Again, uh, 25 to hit. 25 to hit, and that was with your offhand? Yes. Okay. Uh, that is a, that is definitely a hit. Okay. And you're so, just doing dice damage now. Okay, so three. Okay. It's kind of hard to get to him with the other two guys around, so you, you're not really able to land your really heavy attack, but you're able to kind of slide in a little poke All right. with your other blade. Just a little poke. Yep. All right, Edward. That's good. You uh, are you're geared up and ready for battle. You just did a serious blow to this guy, but he did nick you he in did. return. Uh, I'm going to do uh, Burning Hands. Ooh, right in his face. Right in the face. Um, so he has to make a dex saving throw. Okay. 14. Okay. Uh, he's still going to take half. Cool. Uh, five damage. Okay. He's able to move out of the full force of the blast, sure. but it still hits him, and he's not looking good. Okay. Like, it hits the side that didn't get smashed by the hammer. So it's he's kind of got crumpled Softened on one side up. and just, like, yeah, crisped on the other. Ooh, it's like a hot lava cake. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> fedora tip. Tips fedora for you, sir. Okay. Then we are back to the guy who just got burnt, and he's feeling like this is the end for him. Uh, but he, he, he starts to just laugh. 
He's not. He's That's not. a sign that everything's just fine. <laughs> yeah, that we're definitely winning. Always winning. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. Come on, I'm on mine. I never give it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody's hands go up. It's not hit. And they stay there. And another 12. And they stay there. So he's just, he's really trying, and he's laughing and swinging, and he just seems almost delirious as he just starts to just miss left and right. And now we're back in the hallway with three that are not delirious at all, and they're coming at you. Two of them flat out miss. Mm. It's an eight and a, not like an 11. So the other one, though, one of them, however, Mm. manages to roll... Un, non-natural 20 Ooh. deals you 14 force damage. Ooh, that's a little... That's a little spicy. That's a little spicier. A little nice. Yeah. <laughs> the medium medium heat variety. Yeah. So, two of them miss. I think they're having trouble dealing with, like, a regular-sized creature in a hallway. And mm. so... But one of them is able to really just smack uh. through. And it's the one you've been hitting. You've been oh, hurting. yeah. Yep. He's you not happy. Peace. Yep. Terrence, give us a roll, my man. Cool. Sorry you got out so early in this game. It happens, man. Peace! I just crit failed. I'm dead. Oh, no! <laughs> no! Let him re-roll. <laughs> Let me roll. We can't kill you this early in the game. I'm fine. You haven't gotten to use your armor. We need you. We're advertising the game. Let him re-roll. No, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Reed's dead. I'm fine. I'm the DM now. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. I'm not looking at you. I knew it was an option. Yeah. We have to kill a character off. It's a one shot. Real. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let's keep going. Let's. We're gonna. We're gonna hey, keep. Appreciate keep your character. Moving. It was great. Had fun. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Helena. You f- see the life go out of his eyes as his last breath kind of ekes out of his mouth. What did you do? I don't know what to do now. What I'm do you do? Yeah, I know. This is this is not a great moment. I use, I go winter and I use ray of frost. Okay, you step you step to the side of the spider so you can see him, and you cast your spell. It's a ten. It's a ten to yeah. hit. Yeah. Your ray of frost misses, and it's like getting kicked when you're down. I'm gonna laugh if we don't even finish this game and we all die. Hey. <laughs> okay. All right, Eli. Yeah. You're up, man. I'm going for the one that I. That I've been the doing one you've been doing to. some damage yep. to. Yep, he's not looking good. Uh, twenty-one to hit. Okay, and nine damage. Nine damage. Yep. Okay, you fully end him. Oh, you, you right. put your blade right through his head, All right, right from underneath. Okay, and when you pull it out, he drops to the ground. And his blade vanishes. All right, I'm gonna attack the next one with my short sword. Ooh. 27 to hit. Five damage. All right. Edward. Okay. Uh, You're unaware of what's happening on the other side of the spider. I'm going to use my maul again. Okay. Uh, 18. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, 11 damage. Okay. In a final crushing blow, you crumple him to the ground with your maul, and you guys are out of combat. Okay. Anything you do? Should I just keep the armor on? Probably. You can keep it on for an hour. I'm keeping mine on. But, oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This was only a few minutes, so. Okay. Yeah, I'll just keep it on. Um, Not even a minute, I don't think, with with how long you've had your armor on. What do I do? I'll walk up to you. What do I, 
What do we do with his body? What What's wrong with him? He's dead. He just died? Yeah. Jeez. A huge spider fell on him. Yeah, I guess. But things happen. I guess we should keep moving. I gotta get back to the bar. Let's get out of here. I wrap him in my two-person tent. Okay. You keep carry him with you? I probably would carry him because I want to be seen as a hero. Mm. Yeah, I'll carry him. Okay. Did the the webbings go off now from the doors? Um, no, those are still a problem. Yeah, yeah, you guys will have to get through those. Yeah. Okay. Can I start just tearing at them with my hands and my armor? You're you're able to kind of cut at them, but it, you know it's not doing a lot of work. Like the firebolt seemed to do the best. All firebolt. Okay. So you firebolt one of the, which which doorway? There's two. One that has a stair. You can see us an upward moving staircase behind it, and one that goes straight on the other side. Straight. Yeah, I thought it was down, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. Straight. All right, so you blast the webs away on that doorway, and you guys are able to move through it, and you move forward. Then back to the three other dwarves that are attacking you. Okay. Wait, there's three? Oh, wait, you killed one. Yeah. Okay, uh, 16. That's a miss, right? Mm-hmm. What about... Two. <laughs> uh, 23. Uh, I guess so. 11 damage. Okay. How you doing? I'm fine. When we uh, turn our armor off, does that reset it? When you turn it off, you're you have to short rest, short rest to get it back. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. To get back the health or get back the armor back on. The armor comes with the health, so it's like temporary health that goes away once the armor's gone. Do we have to have the armor on to summon the elemental? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like stages. All right, um, Terrence. He's dead. Read. No. Your mind. <laughs> is floating through a void. <laughs> Stay with us. Okay. And uh, you sense your essence descending further and further. And while it feels like you're losing something, you also feel like you're going home Okay. at the same time. And you find yourself in your body in regular clothes but somehow you know it's not your body. In a small room, sitting down in a seat across a desk with a, a devilish-looking creature sitting behind it. Okay. Just what the afterlife? Do? What do you do? Um, uh, beta, I think I got taken somewhere again. <laughs> Young chiefling. Yeah? Do you know what has happened to you? Well... I was falling, and I hit the ground pretty hard, so I'm pretty sure I'm dead. Yes. Welcome to the Nine Hells. Happy to be here. You are a descendant, direct descendant, of none other than Asmodeus himself. Did you know this? Yeah, kind of. My uh, grandfather wouldn't shut up about it. Indeed. Your family line is known well within the lower planes. Yeah. A lot of, uh, lot of legacy in the Telfax family. Now, <clears throat> the big man, Asmodeus, doesn't know you're here with me right now. 
How is that possible? I snatched you, more or less. And who are you? Just call me a friend. Look, I have very vested interest in ascension within the lower planes. And I think there might be something you could do for me were you to continue to work within the world above. What do you need? Let's just say I will call upon you for a favor. Perhaps it might have something to do with your father and his plans on Toral. My father has plans? Oh, yes. Apart from just making all the money he can. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Wealth is a wondrous thing to have. But no, your father is far more ambitious than that. Are you mammon? (laughs) It's a good guess. Yeah. Well, coins, currency, and finances run in my family have for dating back dozens of generations. So you're kind of a big deal in our household. How kind. Despite how big of a deal I might be, your father doesn't seem to serve me. <laughs> no, he's the uh, self-made kind of guy. Indeed. And he kind of has a protective influence around him, if you understand what I mean. I believe so. So, I'll shoot straight with you. All my life, I've thought I was destined for something great, to be a teller of great stories to be a performer, to be revered. And the first chance I have an opportunity to do so, I die in like the first 10 seconds. So um, you'll apologize if I'm not too keen on going on any more quests or adventures or anything that would thus prove my father right and make me look like a fool. Of course. How about this? Between you and me, do these two things for me. One, pledge your loyalty to my house. And within that, all I ask is that you assist me in taking your father down. Destroying everything he's building and all that he plans. In return, I will give you back your mortal life, and give you the voice of an angel. And I don't know if you've heard me before, but I pretty much already got that unlock. Okay. I don't hate my father. I hate what the money has done to him. Hmm. So, perhaps destroying his empire would be good for him, then? Would maybe help him reconnect with you on a Deeper, more personal level. So if you desire coin and gold and wealth above all else, but you want me to remove that from my family, uh, qui bono, who benefits? I simply want the benefactor of your father not to get what they want. I will do this thing for you. Voice and dance moves. Okay. (laughs) You drive a hard bargain. And he stands up. And as he stands up, he rises more on a tail than he does on feet. Like a kangaroo? No, like a snake. 
Oh. Okay. Like a upper body of a man, lower body of a snake. Okay. And he swerves around the desk, moves over to you, and reaches out a thin hand. Okay. Shakes it. All right. And you are uh, back in your real body, and you're covered in a sack. <laughs> um, excuse you. Two-person tent. Sorry. You're covered in a very nice two-person tent that's... Very nice. ...wrapped up around you. Okay. I drop it. Because <laughs> it scared me. Where am I? You're in my tent. I burst free from the fabric. Very symbolic. Spring forth. <laughs> yeah. From my cocoon once more. <laughs> and so I'm going to jump away from this real quick. Okay. Uh, and we're going to go back to Danny. What you doing? I'm going to keep attacking. Go for it. Uh, the one I've already damaged. All right. Uh, 27 to hit. 10 damage. Okay. 19 to hit. That's a hit. 5 damage. You take him out. You're able to 1-2. 1v1. One, one. Got this giant of a, of a, of a Durgar. And now you're met with just one more. And he's going to come at you. And definitely misses. Oh, beautiful. So, I'm getting lucky with these misses. You're doing really if they, if they hit, I would well. be in really bad the, shape. The DM magic is not really working for me over here, Reed. It's because you don't have birthday dice. And we'll come back to you guys. Okay. So you've he's on the ground coming out of a, a sheet. Oh, sorry. I don't have much medical experience. I thought you were dead. I think I was. And it's just vague memories. Like, you don't have, like, a full, clear picture of what had just happened. Okay. Uh, health-wise, like... You're back to full health like you had a full rest. Okay. That's weird. Your clothes are still kind of, like, ripped and bloodied, but... Oh, I think I saw my dad. Or... That was like a dream where my dad was a snake but had people hands. That was weird. Did you kill him? Yep. Of course. All right. We've moved on. Yeah, me too. So, uh, you guys are moving forward, and you reach a doorway. We go through it. You open it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. On the other side, you see a man in red armor. No, I don't want to see him. (laughs) I shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) Fighting uh, uh, another, a big... A big version of what you guys just fought. Yeah. Um, and uh, holding a sword that coalesced out of thin air. It's just magical. And yeah, what do you guys do? I charge. Okay. And I use my flail. Go for it. It's a 12. 12 is not a hit. Well. Unfortunately, you're not really used to using a flail. And so it gets caught on the wall as you're kind of swinging it and it just kind of loses momentum but it's my special elemental weapon it's a ritual weapon yeah but no dice lots of dice actually yeah 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 all right eli uh back to you my man finish him oh let's do this uh 22 to hit yep eight damage great rolls over there uh 22 to hit again two damage Okay, you do a ton of damage. He is not looking good. And, uh, Edward. Uh, I'm gonna hit him with my maul. 
Jeez, gets to come in. This is just not fair at this point. 22? Yeah. Uh, eight damage. You crush him, and he's dead. Perfect. Now you have three dead bodies all around, and you guys are all back together. I changed to springtime. After the craziest combat I could have never planned. Thanks for the help. What are you talking about? <laughs> you ran ahead like an idiot. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. But He's I like, do. you guys are just having fun going around. <laughs> are you doing fine? We literally I, lost someone, and I they came back the to life. Your Where's your armor? Like I look at Terrence. I just walk past. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, you enter the room up ahead. Yep. And it's lit with some actual, like, torch light. There's a, a dead dwarven body on a table that looks like it's been gutted. Mm-hmm. And there are Ew. three other... Dwarves that are just wearing rags and look like they've been whipped and cut and bludgeoned, um, but two of them seem to still be breathing and they're on chains on either side of the wall. Okay. And a super ornate door at the end of the room. I go to the chained up dwarves. Okay. And I say, How do we free you? And they're almost completely unconscious. One of them just kind of like grabs your hand mm-hmm. and says, You have to stop him. He's, so he's going to bring it here. The the king of horns. The prince of beasts. And his eyes get wide and then they roll up into the back of his head and he falls backwards. Okay. I'm going to go up to the ornate door and try and open it. You cannot open it. Uh, it is super locked. Super locked. And there are five orbs on the door. And on either side of the door there are two levers. The central orb is glowing, this kind of greenish pale light, and the four other orbs are dim. Oh, I should say, the orbs are arranged like the five pips of a dice. The five orbs. Uh, And the center one is illuminated? The center one is illuminated, and there are two above it, two below it, arranged arranged like the five pips on a dice. And up above the door is a statement written in Undercommon. I read it. It says... Do you read it out loud? Yeah. The way is open for the illuminated. What the heck does that mean? Anybody? everybody Has everybody entered the room? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I pull the right lever. The farthest right lever? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you said there's just two on one either side. No, two on either side. Oh, two on either side. Yep. Uh, Sure, the farthest right lever. The lower right orb, lower left orb, and the upper right orb illuminate. So the only one that's dim is the one in the upper left corner. Top left. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I pull the furthest left lever. Um, I should I should also mention that you're starting to notice some water around your feet. But it doesn't seem... Oh, thank you for mentioning that after I decided to pull a lever. Yep. You're the you worst. guys are moving fast. Uh, you've pulled the farthest left lever, correct? Yes. The lower left orb and the upper right orb deluminates. And the upper left one illuminates. So the only ones that aren't illuminated now are the lower left and upper right one. And there's two levers you haven't used yet. Uh, I pull the other left lever. Okay. And a little bit more water seeps into the room. The upper right illuminates. The central one deluminates. And the lower left one illuminates. So now the only one that's not illuminated is the central one. Okay. And then I pull the other right hand one. Okay. And the upper left one deluminates. Mm -hmm. The central one illuminates. Mm Mm-hmm. And the lower right one deluminates. Okay. This is great audio content. I know. I'm sorry. 
Okay. So right now we've got a diagonal from upper right to lower left. And you guys are noticing head. water coming up to kind of half of your calf at this point. I think we need to flip the far left one back up and then the the inside left one back up. Because I, I will... We're, we're missing the bottom right one if we do and that. And I will say, uh, Eli, if you do look back to where the hallway was, there is no hallway anymore. Okay. All right. So right now, if I, if I, I understand, you guys, the upper left is deluminated and yes. the lower right is deluminated. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take three moves, maybe four. Wouldn't having... Oh, wait. No. If we just do the far right one the... and then the far left one. Wouldn't far left and inside right... Activated like all of them. Everybody has a different idea of what they're all. Doing. Okay, so that, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Well, hang on. There's two that make a cross. What? But the opposite ones are not illuminated. What's that? That's only the. So I just one. numbered the le- the levers one, two, three, four. Is if you're looking at the door. Danny, you have one of those changing four orbs. You have two of them changing four orbs. I will say for all you guys' sake, every lever changes three orbs. Yeah. So if we do the far right one, we will deilluminate upper right, deilluminate lower left. So all we'll have is the middle illuminated and the bottom right. Yep. So then if we use the far left, it'll illuminate the other three. Yep. Okay. That's that's how I see it. Okay. All right. You guys do that, and they all illuminate. Good. That's how I was thinking too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. And the water that was filling up in the room seeps out. There was a slight worry in my head that you guys were just going to start going lever crazy. No. At the first, but... Um, Who are we, amateurs? <laughs> and the water seeps out, and you guys are in a massive hall that's going forward. and Like a, uh, like a castle great hall type of thing? Yes, okay. and there's a, a dais that races up, but it leads into like a, ma- a big room behind it. And uh, there are two incredibly armored dwarves that are uh, kind of standing at the bottom of the stairs. And you see one dwarf, uh, Durgar, at the top of the dais, standing before an altar and chanting some stuff. I'm going to... What's he chanting? You actually, I guess, you guys speak like all the languages. Um, Okay, you guys both understand Abyssal? Yep. All right, so you start to hear him calling forth a being from the abyss. Literally the abyss. And you're, and the, the presence in this room is super dark. You definitely know this is probably where the rift is centralized. Mm, okay. And the two guards there are super well-armored. They both have shields and really big swords. But they don't move to intercept you guys. They wait to see what you do. Are we sneaking or are we just... I mean, there's nowhere to hide in this Russian. I don't think they... It's big they can see us. Completely They're open. just they, waiting for they us They see to the, the magical door move. open and yeah, there you guys are. Um, is it time? Is it time? Is it everything? I am going to pull out the stone from my satchel, hold it out with two hands, and say, it's elemental time. Nice. <laughs> In Infernal. Awesome. So my armor appears, and then I raise both my hands above my head, like trying to make a circle with my arms. Uh, then I bring my hands down in front of my chest, and I thrust my right hand forward, and I say, Aquan Elemental Avatar. And, and like before, the water begins to coalesce around you, and it rushes up in a giant, like, like pillar of, of liquid, and then arms burst forward, and armor uh, materializes on top of the Don't. elemental form. 
with a trident all its own, and you are floating above the ground inside like, the water. Like Ursula. Yeah. Like Sasano from Naruto, right, guys? Remember? Yeah, I watched that? so much anime. Yeah. <laughs> I dab to one side, dab to the other, hold out one hand, and say, Ignan Elemental Avatar. All right. Flames begin to burst from the floor around you, and they encompass you completely, and a massive elemental form wearing armor bursts all around you, and you're floating in the air surrounded by the flames. Mm. I'm going to summon my elemental also. Okay. I'm going to pull my one fist to my side, then the other fist to the side, and then reach out one hand. And I will say Terran Elemental Avatar. Very excited. <laughs> and the well, I mean, saddest face. The first one was, was really cool. Now we're just like going through the motions. This is actually my favorite because... <laughs> you can put really happy music for... <laughs> unlike unlike uh, all the others, yours isn't an essence that formed from the air. You actually end up having ground from the earth around you that grafts around your legs and then moves around your arms and becomes the arms itself. And then it actually ends up being to the point where only like little bits of your face and your and your torso are actually visible outside of the the rock. I'm the, a rock gnome, so yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I dig it. <sighs> you peer pressure. Peer. Yeah, I'm going to. You've got three I massive know. like I have to. I feel so by myself right now. Mechazord. Yeah. So I say Aran Elemental Avatar and undo the cool thing that I did earlier, where I raise my hands, palms up to my chest, lower them, and then reach out one hand. And as happened when you were in the hall of the Obsidian Citadel, wind whooshes around you. And this time it's kind of cool because you've got, like, water and fire around you and earth. And so some of those elements kind of spin around in the wind. She Captain moves her Planet's body like a baby. cyclone. Yeah, and, and, you, and your elemental avatar of the air is formed around you with the armor. Just like and, a cyclone. Yeah. And you're floating in the air. You guys look awesome. These are in the book, Morgan Kane's Tome of Foes. Well, where can I get one of those books? You can get it from any of your local game stores in yeah. May. Yeah. So, it's which tomorrow. not May, maybe later. It's it is gonna, May. So, it's gonna be May. Yeah, definitely it's check it out. It's gonna be May. Yeah. Please ask us to do stuff like this again, Wizards. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, you actually see the dwarf at the um, altar grow. Horns emerge from his head. He's a minotaur. You see a energy start to coalesce around his hand, and it forms into a massive cleaver. Oh, it's the butcher. Oh, he has got horns. He's coming <laughs> for us. All right, it's a deep cut. <laughs> That's awesome. And it turns to face you, and it now has like the snout of a of a minotaur, but like with gnarled teeth. And you start to feel the presence of the actual being that he's manifesting and it is vast like more than the four of you can handle however you also get the sense of a being that you're all connected to because of your the mechazord elemental abilities you also sense uh, words that you must say (laughs) okay you got to do your moves all together okay. uh, in real life for me at the table. <laughs> I am going to film it. Nope. Oh, nope. Josh. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll you fight this thing in, in this. Kill me now. Come on, guys. I'll fight this thing in my regular Is this phone. going on the internet? 
Let's do it for me for now, and then you guys can talk about it later. Oh, do it for me for now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, Dad. What words are we saying? So, in order to defeat him, you guys have to say, with our powers combined. Oh, Lord. (laughs) And then you have to go, earth, fire, wind, water. And then all together, you got to say, heart. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Returning into Captain Planet. Ready? No. No. Okay, go for it. Who's... Yes, let's go, let's go in three, in, in three, in three. Everybody starts. Well, what do we say? So we have to say with our powers together, combined in unison. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you do your yeah. thing yeah. and I say Earth. Earth first. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. One, two, three. With, with our, our powers combined, combined. Earth. <laughs> <Fire>. <laughs> Air. Water <laughs> and everybody together. Heart. <laughs> Tells uh, didn't lift her hands. Nope, I didn't. I'm a happy. I DM. also said air instead of wind, so and I'm a rebel. The moment you all say that collectively together, you're unified into an ancient, cringe being. elemental being <laughs> that surges forward. Is it named Captain Planet? Completely destroys the 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 being. Oh, the the Minotaur that was forming. It doesn't destroy like the original being, but the avatar, the the warlord Durgar, who's manifesting the being, is obliterated, just ripped asunder, and the whole room is just cast and just destroyed. And you guys feel like your entire energy has gone into this thing. After the explosion, your powers are gone. Your suits are gone. You're all oh. back in your regular clothes. Ooh. <laughs> and you're you're back. You're not in the in the great hall where the where the sacrificial table was. All that's totally gone, and you're just in a, a simple dwarven crypt with a few uh, wounded and some dead dwarves okay. lying on the floor. And before you can really do anything or go anywhere, you start to see little flecks of light in your vision, and then your bodies all start to glow, and then. Whoosh, you're back in the Obsidian Citadel in the Overlook Room, and there is Matt looking down. Oh, Smokeface. Yeah. Welcome back. Well done. And Beta runs in and goes, You're alive! You're alive! How on earth did you survive? We thought the worst after we lost contact. No, we, uh... Oh, I lost, lost connection with you for a bit, but we are fine. Just... Fighting little uh, dark dwarfs. Well, after all you've done. And then before he can even keep talking, you hear like uh, almost an explosion sound from behind. And if you like look in, in the Citadel from from like back in the hall. OK. And if you were to look back there, you would see a man in purple robes busting through those double doors in the back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and stepping into the room going, what is going on here? Um, Beta starts freaking out, and he runs over to the guy as the guy's running in, like he knows him. Okay. And says, oh, Bigby, thank goodness you've arrived. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't sure you were gone, and Mordenkainen's not here. Matt, like, kind of, he starts, like, seem uncertain of himself, and he starts going, well, um, thank you, adventurers, for all you have done. It has been a wonderful time. You were great, and okay, I'll see you later, bye. And then I want my stuff. Give me some prize or something. Just, like, vanishes. Loot. Loot. Loot, loot, loot. 
Sorry, no loot. You're left in the room, and then uh, this wizard that Beta was kind of attending comes into the room and says, What is all this? What is going on? Um, I don't know. You're here, too. I imagine you're part of this, right? Someone interrupted my... No, I wasn't partying. I don't remember what I was doing. You were reading or something, right? Yeah, I was in my room. It was, it was Thotum, <laughs> Bigby. Thotum. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. He, he had compelled me. I, I didn't have any... Uh, I, I couldn't move against him, but... Who is this guy? We, we were talking to some smoke-faced person named Matt. M- Matt is not his real name. Right, it was Matt Mott or something like that. No, he is Thotum. The dwarven trickster god of knowledge. He called himself Matwat. Thought him backwards. Mm-hmm. He took over the citadel and f- forced me to work with him. And then he brought you all here. Why didn't you tell us? I couldn't. I, he held me under threat of death. Well, that's pretty serious. But thankfully, Bigby was eventually able to break through and get into the citadel. I... I I am truly sorry. Um, so, what was that all? Just like a like like an imagination? Bigby is like a simulation. We just did. He's rushing over to some of the different windows and he's pulling them over and looking at them and seeing kind of some of the stuff. It looks like he's like kind of reading the oh, information, like examining what had happened. Or yes. Something. Okay. And he says, "This is remarkable. You." You were randomly selected by a trickster god, and you saved the planet of Oith. I mean, we got some pretty powerful weapons, yeah. so... You gave us, like, some, uh... Super some, suits? Some uh, they, they have the Myrmidon crystals. Yeah, the Jim Jam crystals. <laughs> he instructed them and forced me to tell them how to use the, the, the gems that hold the souls of elemental Myrmidons. And you controlled their power. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Wasn't that hard. You just gotta do the little hand motions and the little talky thingies. He kind of runs his hand through his, like, kind of grayed uh, black hair. And he just says, I'm... Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, thank you for what you've done. And if there's anything I can do to... Make up for this. Say the word. But I I will need the, the gemstones back. What? I throw it to him. Yeah, I toss it to him as well. Same. <sighs> Why? These are artifacts as well. They need to remain here in the tower. I'll give it back to you if you promise that my villa is okay. I don't know about your villa. Well, I then can't... you can't have it back yet. I think you owe her one. I have a duty to protect my people. And they were under attack, and then you teleported me. Well, you didn't. The beta teleported me out of it. All right. I get to borrow this until I know that they're safe. I'm going to need something that can break a bond with the devil lord. No big deal. <laughs> How about this? Keep the gemstones. Become agents of the balance. Keep nah. the tides from turning too far to one side. <laughs> I think that's going to be a pass for me. I fight for one side. It means I get the gemstone? Indeed. Sure, I'm in. One of three. Very well. Most valuable one. I roll really good. 
I'm sorry for the hardships you've endured because of this. No big deal. Just a complete restructure and total consideration of every decision I've ever made in my life. All right. Uh, I will send you back to your homes. And uh, you begin to see flecks of light in your eyes. Your bodies all begin to glow. And that's the end. Huzzah! Pen pals for life. The rest of your stories are yours. I saved the villa. Cool. I want to give some big thanks to Wizards, first of all, for letting us participate in this awesome event, the Tome of Foes. Thanks, Greg Tito. Podcast of Foes. A lot of the stuff in this game was directly from the book. Some of it, however, was homebrew. So get the book. The Figure best, out for yourself. The best D&D games are. Yeah. And then I also want to thank Adam Kovar for doing some art. Yeah. For the little, little character cards that I made. We'll post some stuff on our Twitter, at Sneak Podcast. Yeah, and let you know where you can find him yeah. on Twitter and other places. And then I also want to give a shout out to Dyson Logos. He actually is a, a map creator. I used his map to inspire the labyrinth that I sent you oh, guys cool. through. Dude makes awesome maps. Thanks to my buddy Jordan Hicks because he helped me kind of like deal with the story structure that I was creating because I couldn't talk to to any of you guys. Would you like to thank your mom and dad and God too while you're at Mm. it? No, I just want to like thank everybody who was part of helping me put this thing together because a lot of time thought. It's a big deal. Awesome. And if you guys want to check out Sneak Attack, you can listen to us every Friday. Uh, Although we are getting close to ending our first big story. Currently we have 152 episodes to to consume. So um, if you're just joining us for the first time, You'll have a lot to catch up on, and hopefully by the time you're done, Volume 2 will be out. Yep. And then, uh, this is the weird part, but for Sneak Attack, I've been your DM, Josh, and going around the table, we To my left, we have. To my left. Do it your own way, man. (laughs) Dan. Who played Eli. Yeah. Kelsey is Helena. Uh, Mike, who played Edward. I'm Reed, and I played Zeromir slash Terrence. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Read how do you do this every week? Heavy weighs the crown. <laughs> 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 <laughs>